World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy it. Who wants to walk with Elias? What's up, Three Count Thursday fans? This is Bill Neville from the New Age Insiders. Now here's Jim, Ryan, Matt, and intern Mark, your hosts of Three Count Thursday. I am the game. Welcome to Three Count Thursday, live on our Facebook page, Three Count Thursday. This week we have tons to talk about, including our guest, the Neon Ninja. Uh, Two stars find their voice, Brock Lesnar's future, and a star possibly returning. But first, our show is brought to you by QB54, the newest game taking over backyards, tailgates, and beaches everywhere. Go to playqb54.com and use promo code PODCAST for 20% off your order. Again, that's playqb54.com and use promo code PODCAST for 20% off of your order. Ryan, how you doing this week, bud? Hey, Jim. It's March 1st. We made it through February. We made it through February. Man, I hate that month. We had 80-degree weather this month, uh, that this, month, this, though. This, this, this year time, was great. This time it was fine. This year was great. Normally, February sucks. Yeah, normally. This time it was all right. But we are officially in the uh, in the month of spring. We are. We it's are happening. We are in the month of... Uh, well, it's the not WrestleMania bef- yet. Almost, almost WrestleMania. The month of Fast Lane. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I don't mean to bring you down. It's a brand new windscreen. You make me. Uh... <laughs> it is March 1st, though. We are the podcast of the millennium. Welcome into the show. We appreciate you uh, following. It's Scotty's birthday month. Um, birthday David month. checks in. He says Rogue will be off the hook on Saturday. Yeah, it's. Uh, we got Rogue Women Warriors and Atomic Championship Wrestling coming up this Saturday in Stevens, PA. We'll talk about that, and uh, our guest, Facade, uh, will be wrestling there uh, and many great other superstars. So if you don't have any plans this Saturday, you got to make it out to that one. I think that's actually like the only show uh, that we even have listed on our site for this weekend. So nothing else really going on, at least in, in this region. So make sure you... Uh, you know, you support independent wrestling uh, wherever you are. We we hope that you do that. Um, and that is, uh, Facade is the only guest we have uh, on the books officially um, in the uh, in the coming weeks. And he'll be joining us here in just a few minutes. Uh, in the meantime, Ryan, um, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Atomic Championship Wrestling, and then uh, we can get back into that after we talk to Facade. What uh you calling the action again, as always, I, I presume? I am. I am with uh with other James. That's what I like to call him. Yes. Other James, not you. Not me. Other James will be uh calling the action. I will be there. You are going to be there. I am That's gonna exciting. go I am going to the show. But uh I am not uh, I'm not working at the show. I'm gonna be a spectator you're for specking, once. You're specking this one. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, a lot of really cool matches, a lot of really cool storylines that we're seeing carry over from, uh, you know, a couple months of, of drawn-out action. Uh, the Devil's Outlaw Stockade is going to be back in action. He's taking on Suicide Myers. We've got Brittany Blake returning to Rogue Women Warrior action. She's taking on the tenacious one, Trixie Tash. We've got a cruiserweight four-way. Jamie Senegal puts his cruiserweight championship up on the line against Pretty Fly, Prince Piranha, and Brian Kiesel, the uh, the party animal. We've got Vanity. She's returning to Rogue Women Warriors. Haven't seen her wrestle in this neck of the woods in a little bit. Yeah, it's been a little while. She's taking on Lufisto. That'll be a good That'll one. That'll be a great match. They have a, uh, a match here that's called the... Well, I'm just going to say it. It's called the Fucked Up Effing Gauntlet. The Fucked Up Effing Gauntlet. Who knows what that is? Well, it uh, sounds like a fucked up effing gauntlet, John Dahmer, right? Twisted Tate, Scotty Jeffries, uh, Rob Noxious, some names that are going to be in this match. Um, so I can see how it could get like fucked up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. That's, so the, the name of it's pretty accurate. Is what you're telling Very me. accurate. Gotcha. gotcha. Bro Keller looks to get revenge against Killheart, who's been a thorn in his side for the past couple of he months. He has. He has. Cost him the ACW Heavyweight Championship. Mm. Speaking of which, Louis G. Rich defends the ACW Heavyweight Championship against the rising star, Rob Lloyd. Great opportunity for Rob Lloyd to Absolutely. step up here. Got to call a shot. This is, this is his opportunity. Again, we're talking about ACW and Rogue Women Warriors this Saturday night as they present Catterday Night Wrestling. The uh, Rogue Women Warrior champion, the Dark Face champion, Tess Valentine, taking on Rebecca Payne. Looking to extract some revenge against Rebecca Payne. The Tri-State Championship's on the line when Shane Caplenza takes on Jason Gotti. Gotti looking to get back his belt. He's pissed. Yeah, now these He's are, pretty these are former partners. These are former partners. Because I remember these guys. I mean, these guys were these guys were tight, these, man. These guys were tight. The MOB, the Ball no more. Bernari, no more. Crumbled, man, battling each other. The Mad Butcher Kanazawa takes on Ace Dallas. Oh wow! Man, wow. Ace Dallas giving up a little size there. A little bit of Ace size, giving there. up a little bit of little size, size there. there. Not in the mouth though. No, he no. He can run his mouth he, with he, the best. With, with the absolute best of them. Now, this show is back at Stevens, correct? At Stevens. Stevens okay. The Stevens Fire Hall in Stevens, Pennsylvania. Um, there is a trios match special presentation from Chikara going to be on this show. Oh, wait, hold on. What? A, a Chikara special presentation, presentation trios match. Trios. At ACW like this hour. Three on three trios match. In Stevens, PA. In Stevens, Pennsylvania. Two days We're going to see some Chikara wrestling. Uh, and that match is featuring Solo Darling. Nice. We just saw her down at CWA. We did. We did. Great to see her again. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of our favorites. And I feel like I covered him. Wait a minute. The special guest of the night, Teddy Hart. Hey, I wasn't going to let you forget about that. Teddy Hart is in the house Saturday night, Stevens, Pennsylvania. He's taking on the Neon Ninja facade. We're going to talk to facade about that tonight. Jim, you're a heart mark. Talk about it. I'm absolutely a heart mark. Uh, I... Matt and I went down to um, Eddystone back in October-ish. Ish. I think it was October. Um, and uh, Teddy Hart was supposed to be and there. that was what, Hybrid, right? Hybrid. Yeah, down at Hybrid. Um, wasn't able to be there. Um, so the fact that he's, you know, now coming, you know, 10 minutes, 10 minutes from uh, from where we live is right, pretty right freaking awesome. Right. Um, absolutely, you know, one of the one of the, the finer talents in the Indies today. The, the card is stacked. 
Uh, tickets, I think, advanced tickets still available up until 10 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Tonight, so like 20 minutes. Right, you've got to get on. So you've got to order the tickets now. If you're now. watching us right now, live on Facebook, you need to get your tickets now. If not, they'll be available at the door. Um, or can you still pick them up? Do they still have them at the um, complete inbox? Um, Tate, I'm not sure. Do we still have the think- tickets at complete inbox? I'll find out for you for sure. I think they have tickets at complete inbox through Friday. Okay. But then you have to buy them at the door. Otherwise, buy them at the door. Right. Um, and Complete Inbox is great. If you're a gamer and you haven't gone to Complete Inbox, go there, pick up some tickets, and like browse around. They've got some great vintage shopping oh there. Oh, my gosh. Like great new, new games, game. vintage stuff, comic right. books, you know, figures, toys, pinball games, I think, or uh, arcade games. So uh, really a great store over there. Complete Inbox until Friday night at close. Thank you, Tate. All right. So you got 20 minutes Specifically, twenty-one minutes from right now, right now, to to buy them online. You have a little bit less than it's going to take the Undertaker to walk to the ring at last year's WrestleMania. I hate you so to, much. To order your tickets, so you can buy those tickets now. Um, otherwise, complete in box until they close tomorrow night, Friday night, March the second. Otherwise, get them at the door March third. Stevens, PA. Uh, what is the actual address on that? That is a great question, and I'm ill-equipped to answer Ryan's that. At look this at it. it is the Stevens Fire Hall. Uh, in Stevens, PA, real easy to get to. Yeah, it's uh, it's right near uh, a, a golf course I play at regularly, Fox Chase Golf. It course. is ninety one Stevens Road in, in Stevens, Stevens, Pennsylvania. PA. It is the Stevens Fire Hall. Hmm. If you need the zip code, one seven five seven eight. Chances are you're using some sort of GPS, so just plug in steven's fire just type it in bloop, 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 bloop. uh tate says Real yes ali ali racks will be debuting for rogue also this saturday the card Rex, wow okay the card awesome. is stacked uh and and is, is even even is growing uh as we speak so i comment that i didn't even know that that's exciting that's isn't that exciting stuff. you weren't paying attention earlier i actually did see that pop up early i didn't pay attention it's a busy thursday it, it, it is busy show days are a little bit busy for us but uh we're here uh, in just a few minutes, we're going to have the Neon Ninja facade. Uh, we're going to be talking to him about his time in India, uh, his match this upcoming Saturday, um, as well as uh, you know his title defense coming up at PWE later this month, and uh, and much more. So he'll be joining us uh, hopefully here shortly, uh, and then I think Matt will be joining us uh, later on. Um, Ryan, let's. Uh, what are any other any other thoughts for the uh, for the people that are going to be making their trip out to Stevens on Saturday night? No, make your make your trip out there. Like it's always a really good time. Um, the weather, who knows what it's going to be like come Saturday? I think it's going to be good. We're it's not. We should be dealing with snow. It's raining now. It's going to get no snow. I don't crazy think windy, right? Yeah, I don't think we're going to get any snow. Good. Um, there's like a wind warning for tonight. How's a wind warning? Well, it's going to be like really windy. Okay. So no sleepy. No. Like you live in an older house, you're not going to sleep. Oh, tonight. God, no. Got it. No, it's supposed to be like, <laughs> you know how like in the in the summertime when they're like severe thunderstorms with, with, you know, wind gusts 58 miles an hour. Yeah. Or higher. Yeah. We're supposed to be getting like 60 to 65 mile an hour wind gusts starting like at 2 a.m. Cool. Tomorrow through 6 a.m. on Saturday. So um, Friday is going to be really windy. No snow. Um, Saturday, I think the wind's supposed to start to die down. It might be cloudy, but you'll be able to get there. So it's going to be dreary out. You don't want to spend any time outside. It's still going to get dark a little early. I know we're in March, but 
We're not changing clocks yet or anything not like yet, that. Not yet. It's getting closer, though. We are. It's getting man. closer. So close. Almost, almost beach time again. Almost beach time again. But uh, get out to ACW and Rogue Women Warriors this Saturday in Stevens. If Stevens. not for anything else, just come hang out with us. Right. Like, I'm going to be in the crowd. Like Ryan's going to be working. James, James is going to have to have somebody to sit with. Right. I, I don't. I, I honest to God, do not even know. I mean, give yourself a buffer seat because he's a bigger fellow. But yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I might have to buy two seats, <laughs> but, or at least kind of like push. Right. Push the road chairs off to the side a little. But <laughs> but uh I don't even know if intern Mark or Matt are coming to the show. I haven't talked to I haven't to talked them. to them yet either. They so, better be. They so should be. They should be. At least intern Mark. I mean Matt's got a little bit longer of a haul. He does. But uh And he's not like such a dedicated heart mark like yourself. I don't know that anybody's a dedicated heart mark like myself. That's fair. That's <laughs> that fair. is absolutely fair. But uh yeah, I'll be spectating this Saturday. So, uh, you know, you can come wave at Ryan, sit with me. Maybe we can, like, blow spitballs at him sure. or something like that. You know, that'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> you know, I mean, you've harassed me enough on this show and uh, when I stumble over my words commentating on other shows. So I figure I got to pay you back somehow. Um, so so we will uh, we'll have some fun this Saturday in Stevens, PA. Yeah, we absolutely will. It's always a great time. Yeah. Uh, their return to Stevens. They haven't been there in a couple months. They've been at the Reverb up in Reading. Yeah, which, which is were a great, great fun shows. place yeah, to, I, to check out. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to, to The one catch was those. really wonky with the weather, um, but uh, still made it through. I feel but, like I was uh, away for one of them. And I think you were the other, the, the, the nice one with the weather, yeah. without the weather issue. <laughs> right, how sad is that? Um, the nice one in January. Or, no, yeah. it would have been Dude, early this February. Fucking, this winter has been absolutely just the, the one of the most confusing winter but we haven't had a big snowstorm knock on wood uh and and now that we're in and dude, March, i'll take that every day hopefully that doesn't happen um if you are if you're oh, if, scotty asked if we're going to shady maple before the show scott oh my i've God. got to sit and commentate the show for three hours um with with a brief intermission there's no chance in hell i'm filling up my belly yeah. that much yeah to and sit I, down and you know and, I, and i'm sitting there and I, I i do have respect for the people around me <laughs> so i will uh, i will not uh, take part in a huge uh meal like that tate says they're heading back to reverb nice. on april uh is at the 28th april the 28th, 28th so um, it's a great venue too i love i love hanging out up there yeah, and it's it's really I spent a lot of time in those concert halls, like in college. Like we sure did. just going there and smelling like the concert venue. And it sounds awful to do that, but if you know what I'm talking about, like no, I the get it. I get it. Like venue, you know, growing up going to Hershey Bears games. You know, they played in the old Hershey Park Arena. Now oh, they're place. over in the nice Giant Center. But the the, the old barn has a great. The old smell. barn has yeah has a distinct odor to it. Yeah, I don't even say odor, distinct smell. And uh, London Valley College still plays there. So I always try to go there at least once a year for a Lebanon, Lebanon Valley College game to take in the sounds, the sights, and believe it or not, the smells of the old barn. So I get it. Yeah, there, there's something. There's something about it. There really is. And, uh, and, let's catch up with some comments here. Uh, Scott says, "Great Khali versus Undertaker in an entrance ramp walk match. That'd be great. Uh, Jim would oh, love that." Wow. What's up, Lee? How's it going? Lee said, "Unfortunately, he's not going to be there. I know. I saw he wasn't cleared." But uh, he'll be back soon, and I'm sure. I think the Rock and Rebel kind of stepped in your place the last time as the acting commissioner. So who knows what we're going to get this time um, for commissioner? Especially if, if it's if it's Commissioner Rebel, who knows what uh, yeah. <laughs> what anybody what anybody could uh, get into? Uh, Devin said, "Ryan, talk about the Stellar Pro." I was at Stellar Pro last week, and I was hanging out with uh, correct. He's not even my cousin, but I call him cousin Brian. I don't know him by any other term. He's he's intern. I think he's Mark's, intern Mark's cousin, but he's intern maybe, Mark's cousin. I don't even know if that's real. Like, I don't know if they're real cousins, but like, but he, but Mark intern just Mark called him calls that. them cousin, cousin, cousin Brian. Brian. Right. So, and I then just, their second cousin Andrew. Correct. 
So I just started calling him Cousin Brian. <laughs> He's no relation to me at all. Right. I call I call him Cousin Brian right. as well. Right. Like when we talk about him off the show, we we we, we Cousin Brian was Cousin Brian. You right. know, and we we filled out this the scorecards. Cousin Brian has won. Mm-hmm. Second cousin Andrew right. has won already. So we talk about them as if they are related. Yeah. I feel like I mean we're all part of the wrestling family. Yeah, so, we're all, so wrestling. we're all kind of I guess related. I guess we can say the way. wrestling fam. Right. Why? Because you, walk, cause you Why? walked into it, Jim. Why? I know I didn't walk into it. You walked right into no, it. No, you made the choice. Wrestling uh, Fair enough. Anyway, what's going on? More comments here. Um, let's see. Uh, Scott says Ryan and Jim versus Governor Christie. I want that match. Where, oh my God, <laughs> Scott, where do you come Scotty, up with that? Holy shit? cow! That'd be a blast, though. Sign me up for. It. I'm not even a wrestler, and I'd like to fight him. That'd be a. That'd be yeah, fun. I was going to say that would be a shoot fight. I think for for us. Back to the shady maple. <laughs> Tate said the shady maple shits. That's always a problem. <laughs> Ryan would have to be commentating in diapers. So Tate's breaking breaking news now that Atomic Championship Wrestling. There's going to be shows all over this summer. Sometimes up to two a month. Breaking Damn. that news right now. Holy shit. So business is about to pick up over at Atomic Championship Wrestling. Sounds like it. And Rogue Women Warriors. Uh, Scott wants us to call him Cousin Eddie. <laughs> okay. And then he said Wrestling Fam. So thank you for picking up on the Wrestling Fam, Scott. We appreciate that. Guys, do us a favor. Hit the like button real quick and hit the share button. Let people know you're watching with us. Uh, always a good time to have... Uh, interactions with you and again love reading the comments here on the uh, facebook live feed so uh make sure you uh hit the comments got a two sweet there from charlie thank you charlie appreciate that yeah obviously um, no tim this week no t- obviously but yeah. uh at the small table yeah he, he he will be he won't be with us every week he'll be with us uh here and there um and uh, as we get closer to wrestlemania maybe he'll be able to jump on a little bit more but if you head over to three count thursday.com you'll, you'll find out Everything you need to know, three count related. Uh, we have our uh, collar and elbow brand deal, which actually right now is a great time to jump. Let's on talk there about that right because now because they uh, they just dropped today um, new merchandise for the spring collection. Some really cool looking shirts, really cool looking stuff. They What's your some, favorite one? Um, man, that's tough. Because uh, I think they have the they have like the t shirt, but they also have like a like a short sleeve sweat sweatshirt. I saw that. Like Kinda, a, that's a Bill Parcells ass. Yeah, look to it. Uh, Bill Belichick. Or, whatever. Yeah. Um, well, Scott Scott says Des caught it, fam. So I'm thinking. Oh, gotcha. I'm thinking Cowboys. That, that's fine. Yeah. According to the NFL, apparently he did. But he actually did catch it now, the, right? Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> pouring salt in that wound, NFL. But whatever. Um, but no, it's a lot of cool stuff. I like the one trucker hat they have over there. But a, a spring You're collection. You're such a hat guy. You really are. I wear hats all the time. All the time. I'm wearing Forgot my Bullet Club hat that. because I wear the Collar and Elbow brand hat all the time. Yeah. And uh, sometimes when you do that, you leave it at work. Oh, no. Because like, I, I have work hats that I leave at work. Really? You have work hats that right. you leave there? I have, I, have, I have hats like my company logo. That's crazy. Hats, and I wear those at work. But I this is how much of a hat guy I am. I wear a hat to work take it off put a work hat on and then take the work hat off put the other hat back on today uh i accidentally left the collar and elbow that's brand hat bad. at work good. so i have the bullet club hat on that's why i don't have the normal one it. there that's fair um but also on top of the new spring collection they have i would think you would like this one that says high risk maneuver because it has the word maneuver on shit. it Jim. um I, I would think that would have been your favorite yeah but that's mean, a really cool look they have a cool union looking shirt too for like yeah. wrestlers tons that has like a union logo on the front 
and it says bonded by passion, bonded by the ring. Dude, they have on the they back. Have That's an awesome looking shirt. So much. Dude, and they're all on sale. Right. Right now. But also, they are like clearing out some inventory. So stuff What's from that word when they're clearing clearance. 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 That's the one. So stuff from the uh from the from their full collection. Correct. Dating back like a year. Um, I think like the pro wrestling illustrated style one you can get for nine dollars and seventy nine cents. I think it is right now nine ninety nine plus. And this this counts for every order, not just not just one. I don't know if you can see that. So that's far. You can't see yeah, that. You can't see that. Can't but see uh, head over there. Um, but you if you use promo code three count the number three in the word count, ten percent off every order. So you you know fill up your cart with a bunch of clearance stuff. Get some of the new stuff. Use promo code three count. It helps us out. It helps you out. You save a little bit more money. Right. There Good you go. Deal. Wham, bam. Thank you, man. Also, we have our uh, What a Maneuver shirts uh, over at whatamaneuver.net. Uh, you can yes. find the link directly on our site under the merchandise tab. Uh, we have the the Eagle collection. We have the 3C F&T collection. I actually just picked up one of the Eagle shirts that I should have um, coming in the mail. Maybe... In time for ACW, keep my fingers crossed. If I have it, I'm going to wear it. I'm going to show it off so for, people can. Uh, what What are you going to wear? My what a maneuver shirt. Oh, bought, oh nice. I bought yeah, one of my one, one, one of our new what of a what a maneuver what a maneuver eagle shirt. What a maneuver. What a maneuver. Dickhead. Um, but we have, we have so much information here at threecountthursday.com. You can find out. Uh, uh, what the hell's the guy's name? Tim. Damn it. Not the tool man that is, tool man. is with us sometimes with the uh, with the pick of the week. Over there, you can also find out Intern Mark got his last WCW for the month of February. You can find that over and from the desk of Intern Mark and much, much more. Again, 3CountThursday.com. Which one are you wearing there now? Somebody said it was the Kenny Omega. Oh, no, that's the Seth freaking oh, yeah, Rollins Seth shirt. Seth freaking Rollins. Okay. I actually don't know, I don't know if I have a Kenny Omega shirt. Yeah, Bullet Club shirts, right? I, I have a Bullet Club shirt. Right. I would have bought one of Adam Lavelle's um, Kenny Omega shirts, but I think he burned them. Did he really? I don't know. No. They're too small, he too, obviously. They anyway. But, uh... <laughs> could have hung them up in the studio. Probably could have. Got the Cena shirt in the background. What are you wearing? Uh, I'm wearing the Enhancement ah, the en- Talent. The, nice. The Enhancement the, uh, Talent t-shirt the go- with the, the, Goomba. the Goomba on it. It's such a yeah, great shirt. Yeah, somebody commented Goomba earlier today, and I wasn't really sure what that was about. And now it all came back to me. Now that we're nice, talking about very shirts. Nice. Yeah, I've actually... I've actually and, I, and I've not bought anything on the WWE shop. I've made one order... In 2018. Really? Are you Two feeling months. okay? Two months, Ryan, and I've made one order on uh oh, Charlie's on the wearing show. the Omega shirt. My apologies, Ah, Charlie. gotcha. Totally misread but now, that. Now, get this. So, I uh, back in, I think it was early February, back they had a February. clearance sale. That's when I bought the urn. Uh-huh. The Undertaker urn. Uh, I bought the uh, Shield Special Edition shirt, Sierra, Sierra Hotel, Hotel India yeah. Echo Lima Delta, and I bought the AJ Styles magnet for my car. Nice. Okay. So, I... Put it on the back of the car. Naturally. Picked up. Picked up. You also have like the, oh, do you, oh no, you got a different car. Yeah, I so have. You a, don't have the pro wrestling is not illegal. No, I don't. Anymore. I don't. Um, yeah, I got a new car. And so I put the AJ Styles magnet on it. I had to take the car in for service. Yeah. Because there, there, there was a problem that came up uh, after I was driving around a little bit. Take it to the dealership. Right. Not going to say where because it's, it's okay. All right. It's like it's like a one dollar and thirty cent magnet, right? But I, I go there, I take it to the shop. Uh oh, I I pick it up the next day. Right? Did they wash it? They had washed it. Okay. Magnet gone. Do they wash it there? They do. At at their lot? I think so. I'm not oh, sure. Okay. I'm not 100 percent sure, 
But I I asked the guy. I said, uh, Scott asked, did I get a Prius? Yeah, I fit my ass cheek in it, Scott. A Prius. Jesus. Like I don't think I don't think there's enough horsepower in that lawnmower to drive my fat ass one mile to work every day. Um, but yeah, so I, I contacted the Skip dealer. The friendly dog's very active today. He is. He's moving around. Maybe it's the weather. I don't know. But I pick up I pick up the car and I and I, and I call the dealership. I'm like, uh, hey, did you guys happen to find a magnet with you know like a num- a letter P and the number one? And they said no. <laughs> so I don't know if somebody horked my magnet. Dude, we're spreading the word of professional exactly. wrestling. Exactly, one but, magnet at a time. But uh, I don't want to put any bumper stickers on the new car. I get it. It's so I want to get like you know you can buy like the rolls of magnet. Yeah. So I'm going to do I want to do that and make Maybe a magnet, magnet with right. the uh, collar and elbow stickers. Right. That'll last for a year and then you can finally just put something on the car. Yeah, like you know, I get it. it'll I hit get a point. It. But you know it's, what I mean. It's new to you. I've actually watched nice, it. Nice I, I've watched it a couple of times already. I believe it. Vacuumed it out a couple of times already. Really in the vacuum. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I'm I'm trying to keep it as nice as I can, at least for now. You get a Prius. Yeah, I know that's uh, that's freaking awesome. I should get who should get the Kurt Hawkins shirt? Me, Jim. What would you rather have a Kurt Hawkins shirt or a Mojo Raleigh shirt? Oh, Kurt Hawkins, not a, no question. Kurt Hawkins or Zach Ryder? I'd rather have a Mojo Raleigh shirt than a Zach Fuck Ryder shirt. No way, absolutely. You're ridiculous. I'm not even kidding. You're gross. I I am more of a Mojo guy than I am. Who is your least favorite superstar on? In the WWE right now. Is it Zack Ryder? It might be. Really? It might be. What I'm has Zack Ryder ever done to you? The Long Island IC. What hasn't he done to me, Ryan? I don't All right, that's fair. Who would be your least favorite? People watching along on the, on the uh, live that's video. A fun, yeah, that's a fun question. Who is your least favorite superstar on the Scott WWE? Says you probably have gender merch. He does have gender merch. I absolutely. Unequivocally. He absolutely. I has love that the shirt. Maharaja. I absolutely love that shirt. No question. I would have to go. Mojo Raleigh is my least favorite. Least favorite. Yeah. Ooh, Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox okay, may pull out in, in, front of the, in front of the group. Yeah. Um, Big Cass could be up there. Although, man, Alicia Fox when she was with Noam Dar and you had that Alicia Fox, that was the only good thing. All right, and without Alicia Fox, and I don't have the clip. No. I don't have the clip. We're clipless tonight. No. Devin says Wait. Brock Lesnar. Charlie says Naomi, also known as Nitro Girl 2.0. 2.0. What's your favorite match? Here it is. My favorite match was with Melina and Alicia Fox. Who? So without so, Alicia Fox, without Alicia Fox, we would never have gotten we, that. We, great we don't clip. get the glory of that clip. Thanks, Cameron. So, did I tell you she was on like a? They do like the real world challenge versus like celebrities. Oh, and she was a celebrity. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess she's marginally a celebrity. Uh, it is Biggie's birthday today. Happy birthday, Biggie! As I'm as I'm scrolling down, I so, watched yeah. an old pay per view the other day. With Biggie, and they're like when he was rolling with uh, AJ Lee and uh, Dolph Ziggler, and he was like like their bodyguard. He was oh, jacked, yeah. man. Yeah, I he was. How jacked he was. He was. His thighs were like fucking tractor trailers. Yeah, Huge. I mean he, he's. I mean he's still a he's still a big E. Scott says uh, Reigns is his least favorite. The Ramen Reigns. Okay. Scott says Alicia Fox sings the milkshake song. What? Scott, I love where you come up with. Stuff. Oh my god! 
Uh, Charlie says, uh, uh, you said Naomi. Um, Scott says Reigns, Mahal, and Cena are his least favorite. Okay. Devin says Brock Lesnar. Um, Brock. Brock Lesnar, your least? Wow, okay. Let's, um. Yeah, I'm going to say Zack Ryder. That's fair. Zack Ryder's my least favorite superstar. So I took, I took exception. I sweetened, uh, SmackDown this week. I took some exception to Colin Coward. Yes. Let's talk about Colin Cowherd. Yeah, Coward. let's talk about Colin Cowherd. That now, son of a bitch. There, there, there seems and to I be... And I know why they did it. Yeah. I know. We, I get it. The whole Fox tie-in. I get right. it. For but he's you, acting like this motherfucker is a professional wrestling right. fan. And he's having a great time getting pictures with Charlotte and, was it, Naomi backstage. First wrestling show ever. Yeah, all smiles. All happy smiles. I forget. Smiles Do you have that. his original tweet that he tweeted out like a year or so ago? How long ago was this? Um, I, I don't. I don't. Nec- I don't have the exact tweet because the moment he tweeted out like had a great time at Raw or SmackDown, first ever wrestling show, I instantly like was looking through. I have it. I know. Oh, I- here we go. Here's here's one. Um, April seventh, two thousand thirteen. Oh, so a couple years. Okay. Colin Cowherd says apparently there was some booger eaters convention tonight or something. WWE tweets everywhere. Enjoy the hot pockets, kitties. Um, so that's that would have been WrestleMania, right? That, that would have been yeah, April ish. Right? Yeah, April ish. Um, April third, twenty sixteen. He tweeted the iHeartRadio Music Awards are fantastic. Here's what's not: hanging out with ninety thousand sweaty booger eaters at WrestleMania. Hmm. Um. You know, and I, I know he's he's made some comments, um, yeah, other comments, you know, along the booger eater line. Um, but yeah, this this past uh, Tuesday night, February 27, 2018, all smiles backstage with Natty and Charlotte. First okay. ever SmackDown at WWE. Like, and I get it. Yeah, I mean, I get it. The 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 Fox is wanting to to be in negotiations. He wasn't the only um, Fox. Uh, Star, I, I, for lack of a better word, star. I mean, I guess he's a star. He's somewhat of a household name, at least in terms of uh, radio and sports broadcasting. Um, Here was the one that I retweeted. At uh, Colin Coward says, sorry if any of you wrestling fans misunderstood me before. I didn't say you were booger eaters. I said you were lonely, pathetic booger eaters. Right. I mean, he just... Like, just tore, tore us up pretty good. Right. He He... And... I mean, here's the thing. And that he, was back in 2012. So, okay, right, we he, were talking four years ago. And I, well, he's doubled down o- over the years, yeah. too. And, and any time that, you know, there's something in the wrestling world that comes up, he, he never hesitates to, to keep bringing up about it because that's who Colin Cowherd is. Um, I mean, he, he will and, – and this now where he's pro-WWE all of right. a sudden is nothing new for him. He will kind of go back and forth on things um, – Whichever way the wind blows. I've heard him praise Notre Dame. I've heard him crap on Notre Dame. I've heard him praise LeBron James. I've heard him crap on LeBron James. So so him going back and forth on a on a topic really right. is uh is nothing new. It just it don't it was I don't know. Didn't like it, didn't appreciate it. Of course, you know didn't forget. Th- that's all I'm saying. No, and, and I don't think res, you know, wrestling fans obviously don't because there was a lot of tweets about this yeah. from from you know fans and you know, a lot of I think I've, I even saw a fair number of, uh, you know, independent superstars that were tweeting about it because. And I, we've said this for years, whenever somebody from outside our little family, our, our, our WWE 
or, or pro wrestling. Let's just say pro wrestling. Yeah, not even yeah. WWE, but pro wrestling. When, when somebody from the outside attacks pro wrestling, the beauty of it is, you know, you go on you go on wrestling Twitter on, on any day, but especially you know when when there's a, when there's a big show, be it ROH, be it New Japan, be it WWE. Obviously, it's more polarizing with WWE. Sure, but. Anytime there's a big show or any any normal day, you will see people disputing, arguing, discussing. A lot, most times, I yep. think, it, with fairly respectful. Sometimes it gets out of hand. What doesn't on Twitter? Right, with Twitter. But you know, wrestling fans will go back and forth at each other. Wrestling fans will, you know, dispute things and whatnot with each other. But the beauty is when somebody from outside, when somebody that isn't you know, from the wrestling world. Right, right. When somebody attacks us. Yep. The, the the cool thing about this wrestling world is everybody kind of like unites around us. Yeah, yeah. Is there somebody talking? I think it's your TV. Maybe it's the TV. I Maybe I forgot to turn it down. I think you forgot to turn it down. But, hey, Skip, turn the TV down. Dog can't turn the TV Dog down. Turn it down. He doesn't have thumbs. But, you know, a, a the collective group of people. I'll see if I can find the remote. You keep talking. You're doing a great job. The collective group of people regularly, it should be on one of the end tables. Ooh, America. Um, really kind of unites and will attack together the person who is attacking pro wrestling. And that's one thing that I've always enjoyed is we won't let somebody outside of our world make fun of us. Like, obviously, Ryan, you and I, bigger guys. We're bigger guys. We're hefty guys. It's it's the and I think it was kind of the, um, it was the discussion last week, of you know when. I think we brought it up somehow. If you, if somebody who's like not fat makes fun of make says something about sure. your weight, right. we will take a we will take uh, exception to it. If I say something to you about your weight. I can do it because it's I'm fat. a bit, a bit self deprecating humor, right? Right, yeah, right. something along right. those lines. But now, the reason Colin Cowherd at SmackDown this past week is because uh, Fox Sports, according to uh, the Sporting News and multiple other outlets, have been picking up since then. Fox Sports is prepping a major push to win WWE's television rights from NBC Universal. Um, when contract uh, negotiations open this spring, the contract with NBC Universal runs through, I believe, late fourth quarter. 2018 so they're in their last year um the report or one of the the strong reports is that if the if fox gets the wwe Mm -hmm. that raw on monday nights now this this blows me away blow blow me away jim i'm ready for it Fox fox network not fox sports like your local fox affiliate right Broadcast television, correct. Broadcast. Over the air, like I mean, people still can do that. Yeah, yeah, with, with the with digital antennas, antennas and things, and such. Yeah, but WWE Raw would be a broadcast program, correct? SmackDown would be on Fox Sports One, Co- okay, which is it, which is their cable like news and talk network. You know, the Fox Sports answered to ESPN, right? Um, the rep- the report from uh, Michael McCarthy of the Sporting News says that um I, I believe that, that that it is a uh up to near four hundred million dollar uh deal. It's 
big. That's a big deal. With uh, with Fox and the WWE. And uh, we're going to put a timeout on this. We're going to timeout. Because we do have our guest, uh, and we are going to welcome him in right now, the Neon Ninja Facade. Welcome in to Three Count Thursday. How are you? Yo, yo, yo. The Neon Ninja, the aerosol assassin, the aerial arsonist. Hello, Three Count Thursday. Sorry about the delay. No problem. Yeah, it happens. Thank you for joining us tonight. So Good the, to be here. Good to hear from you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And we want to welcome you back, uh, you know, stateside. Sure. Obviously, you, you, you've you spent uh, a little bit of time over in India, which, which first off, uh, for people that don't know, explain to them what exactly uh, your reason was for uh, spending time over in India. Well, it sounds something, uh, I guess you could say, out of a fairy tale. But uh, one day I got a call from the great Kali. And he had asked me if I would like to come over to India for six months and train his students in the art of professional wrestling and teach them. Uh, he told me that I, he thinks I'm one of the best high flyers in the world and that he wants me to teach his students and uh, specifically um, teach them in the way of a lot of the high flying antics that I do. And um, after a little bit of negotiations, uh, it was set. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. I left there in August, uh, left the States here in August and did my six months. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, we had seen you, I think just a couple of days, I I think before you actually, uh, flew out there at a, uh, you know, PWE kind of fan uh, appreciation event. Um, so it it was, uh, it was cool to kind of see you off a little bit. Um, and obviously a, a, a pretty, yeah, that was literally the day before. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. So it was, uh, in, in the, in the final hours there. Uh, and obviously this is a <laughs> tremendous opportunity, uh, for you to grow, um, professionally. What were some of the things maybe that, uh, you, you know, you feel that you accomplished, uh, during your time there? Um, yeah, I mean, it really was a great opportunity to grow both professionally and more so personally, because, you know, um, going over there, the money wasn't the, the, the greatest and, uh, being there for such a long period of time, I was just excited, one, to go to India and to, you know, experience the culture over there, but, uh, also to like get back to wrestling because I feel like I've been able to do so much awesome stuff while, uh, being a part of the wrestling business. And this was something cool where I could give back to, you know, basically, uh, a country's worth of, uh, future budding professional wrestlers. And um, that was a really, like, cool thing to me personally. And then, uh, you know, going through everything throughout the the six-month process, you guys saw me back. Um, I was back in the U.S. for about three days. You guys saw me at the PWE event in October. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I was back there grinding. Um, I took another three days off. Uh, I did a trip to Japan. I did a couple shows there. Defended the PWE title while I was there. And then um, that was in December. And then you know, finished out the last three months there throughout the holidays and everything, you know, got quite hard, uh, away from my family, you know, um, a couple illnesses in my family. My sister had a baby and just, you know, little things that, you know, you take for granted really start to, uh, add up, but, um, you know, being away from the holidays and everything too, but, uh, all in all, uh, very good, very, uh, productive, uh, experience over there. Now, and, and also, is there, like, any any lessons that you took, um, you know, just from your interactions with, 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 you know, I don't know, the people and, and, and some of the, the wrestlers that you were over there with um, that you're going to be able to incorporate back 
uh, into your work uh, as, as you move forward. Absolutely. There was a, you know, anytime I got a chance to just sit with Kali and just talk to him about, you know, any kind of nonsense or any kind of things that, you know, he learned throughout his life on the road, throughout his time in WWE and, you know, pretty much anything because, uh, you know, I think he's just like a, such a unique, you know, character, person, what have you, um, really, uh, you know, just different. He's had a different path than many of the people that you've seen or know in the WWE, you know, coming from such a, uh, crazy country, crazy culture. You know, it's uh, definitely a uh, different, different place over there. And um, as far as the wrestling aspect has been, um, there's a lot of different things that uh, I picked up while I was there. Uh, a lot of things that people don't realize about me as a wrestler is that um, I am not just a high flyer, although I'm known as the high flyer um, because of some of the, you know, uh, unique things I do. Um, outside of the ring, inside of the ring, with my high-flying ability. But I really, really um, pride myself on my wrestling ability just uh, on my mat game. Because before, when I started wrestling, when I was trained, it was about a year before we were even allowed to hit the ropes. So uh, I got a good fundamental um, knowledge of you know, chain wrestling, mat wrestling, what, whatever you'd like to call it. And um, so I really got to uh, to share that with the rest of the school because we're talking we had over uh, 130 students there living in a compound um you know a couple of dormitories where everybody you know beds were lined up and a lot like you would see a uh military type of uh uh boot camp i guess you could call it and uh then i had my own living quarters which was i was a bit of an ra or a drill sergeant (laughs) and a coach all at the same time you know, they probably wanted me to be a bit of a disciplinarian watching over the whole thing and then, um, you know, teaching at the same time, which, you know, at times got a little tough, especially, you know, 130 people, you know, all of them coming up to you, um, sure. you know, after class and everything, you know, they have their, they got asking questions about character, about gear, about, you know, every little thing and uh, asking you to watch matches. So, you know, um, it wasn't too much time that I had to myself. But, um, you know, with that being said, it was very nice to see uh, the students grow um, throughout the course of my time there um, because we had four different um, experience levels of classes, uh, four different classes running um, throughout the course of the day. We would start as early as 10 o'clock, and uh, that would be the first class, the class that was doing the live events every Saturday. We would run that class from 10 to about 1, 1.30, and that was the, the majority of the students were in that class because uh, the academy had been open for about two and a half years. And, you know, at a certain point, people just progressed to the point where, you know, they've reached their full potential within the academy. So that's where they end up. And then, you know, if they're good enough, they get, you know, chosen for those Saturday events. And um, on about, what is it? One, uh, 2.30 to 4.30, we have the second class, which is like the second biggest group. Okay. And then um, 4.30 to about 7.15, we had third and fourth class running side by side, uh, a little bit, you know, of a smaller group, uh, respectively. But we had two rings running at any given time. So, you know, it was a little, little tricky to handle both of the classes and, you know, such a large amount of students in each class. Yeah. 
Um, thankfully, we had, you know, uh, senior students there to help assist me throughout the uh, the time the classes were running because it was, at, at times, it was pretty hard to wrangle, you know, all those students. Sure, that's a lot going on uh, at one time. Well, like we said, welcome back to the States, um, and, and uh, we hope you, you benefited equally as, as, as taught um, while, while over in India. Let's uh, let's take Absolutely. this time real quick and kind of travel back to the beginning of facade, the beginning of the Neon Ninja. Um, where did the inspiration for that, like the Neon Ninja, come from? Uh, do you have a background in martial arts that you incorporate um, in, into professional wrestling? Well, uh, I do in kickboxing, not any particular martial art. What you know, um, I had taken some karate uh, when I was younger. I had taken some uh, hapkido, but I had never really you know, um, focus too much on one martial art, unfortunately. Um, I also played a lot of sports, you know, um, soccer being one of the, the main sports, which, as you know, is a bit of, uh, you know, a lot of using your feet, educated feet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also uh, did a lot of skateboarding. And um, so that was like the, the main uh, hobby interest of mine was skateboarding okay. um, outside of, you know, um, the, the high school athletics being uh, football, soccer, and uh, baseball. Okay. But um, with that athletic background, um, we started, now I don't really condone, you know, backyard wrestling, but growing up in the Attitude Era, it was a different, you know, it was a different beast. Sure. Um, we're, we're seeing a lot of things on TV and, you know, you can't help but emulate it. And, um, you know, a lot of people even these days still do some sort of backyard wrestling. Mm -hmm. But, um, and this time it seemed like everybody was into wrestling, you know, everyone's wearing a DX shirts, doing the suck it. Everyone's wearing NWO (laughs) shirts. Yeah. I'm sure you guys know. So it was a different time and it was like one of the greatest times to be a wrestling fan. So, uh, as a teenager then, um, you know, it was amazing. Or even like a young, a younger teen as I was, it was an amazing time because, being uh, in the Pittsburgh area, we could also see ECW. So there was so much crazy stuff going on within wrestling. So me and a couple of friends, we started a wrestling promotion, a backyard wrestling promotion. Um, if you guys are familiar with Chess Flexer from the Pittsburgh area, uh, one of my best friends even to this day, we grew up together and um, he, we, we had wrestled each other under numerous different characters, different masks and all of the things. And then um, at that time, uh, wrestling was so popular that there had been other upstart wrestling companies in our within our school district, within our little area there. And, uh, you know, we were always such diehard wrestling fans uh, from, from the beginning. And, you know, we were kind of like outsiders, like the scrubby kids. But we got asked to, uh, to come wrestle for these um, other wrestling promotions with the preppy kids, you know kind of thing and it was really kind of a weird situation where we found acceptance through wrestling at such a young age and then sooner or later you know these uh other companies fell off and then you know we're still me and flexor are still wrestling all these years later up until our you know 18 years old where we're old enough to get trained and then we always wanted to get trained so uh you know we decided to take that next step and you know we trained with iwc in pittsburgh a uh, company that's produced many guys like Corey Graves, uh-huh. uh, DJZ, Gory, Elias Sampson, uh, you know, many, uh, many popular guys right now. Britt Baker, uh, you guys may have seen, um, she's uh, worked for Raw. Yep. So, uh, yeah, she's produced a lot of uh, awesome talent. Awesome. Now, um, 
personally, Three Count Thursday, we've gotten to know you, uh, you know, from working with the local companies in the central Pennsylvania region, uh, as far back as LCW, KPW, uh, Legacy Wrestling, PWE. Um, and, and at times you've been the face of all three of those companies, uh, sometimes for, for years. Um, what does it mean to you to be entrusted with such like a large portion of the directions of each of these companies? I mean, really, it's it's truly an honor that people have the faith in me that they do because, um, you know, I, I I really try to push myself all the time to be as good as possible, but it really doesn't mean anything and unless it's validated by something or someone, uh, whether it's the fans, whether it's, you know, um, these companies that are willing to, you know, tell me that I'm good enough, that I, I'm the champion, I've earned these titles, I've earned, you know, these opportunities, things like that. It really means a lot to me that all these years, 11 years that I've been wrestling now, um, to, to work to a point where I've, all the things that I've done actually mean something. It really does mean the world to me. And, um, you know, even outside of the uh, central PA uh, um, bubble, if you will, um, just seeing how much I'm appreciated uh, in here in the United States and then, you know, overseas, it really, really validates all the work that I've done. And um, it just really pushes me to make that next step. That's awesome. Now, uh, of course, speaking of Pro Wrestling Empire, coming up at the uh, at the end of this month, uh, you'll be taking on Jason Gorey to defend your PWE championship. This was actually decided by a fan vote uh, that's been conducted here recently, and uh, you have history with with all the all of the uh, superstars that were in uh, that fan vote. Was there was there anybody in particular that you were hoping for, or are you uh, ready to defend that title uh, against anyone that comes across your path? Um, you know, I'm always willing, uh, ready and able to defend the title. Um, while I've been gone, I've, uh, I just got back from the UK. I defended it over there. I defended it in Japan. I've defended it in India and I've defended it in multiple, uh, states here in the U S. So I'm always ready, willing to defend the title. But, you know, as far as, uh, someone in particular, um, there wasn't one particular guy or, or anyone that really, I was likening to or anyone that really stuck out to me that I was concerned as a, a contender because <laughs> honestly as much as the crazy things that I've seen in the past you know six seven months um, coming from uh, you know I, I, I wrestled Matt Seidel for the legacy title mm-hmm. and then we went that was at the end of August, or July went right into uh, those last events where I saw you guys in the, um, the uh, PWE signing event um, and then I was gone and, uh, you know, it kept the, the wheels turning. I come back, I defended the PWE title here in the States over, uh, down in Knoxville, Tennessee. I, uh, defended it in the UK this past weekend. And so I feel like I'm really ready for anyone. And now just, you know, getting my footing, getting, uh, back to civilization, if you will. Um, I actually cut a promo on, uh, the whole situation talking about Jason Gorey. Uh, because my first match back was at the IWC and uh, it was a surprise match here uh, two <laughs> weeks ago in wow. February where um, I had the opportunity to take on Jason Gouri in a four-way and wouldn't you know, he managed to get the victory over me wow. in that four-way match. So that actually 
little lit a little fire under me to uh, really motivate me a little bit more because if I'm not good enough on that day, granted there was th- two other competitors, if I'm not c- good enough on that day, that means I need, need to step my game up. I need to push myself that much harder, that much farther to make sure that I'm ready for the 24th at the forum. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be something that uh, that we're definitely ready for. A couple of the uh, viewers on the Facebook page had said hello and welcome back as well. Yo, yo, thank you. Um, now, again, we're going to keep it in the PWE right now. Uh, while you were gone, Eddie Smooth has been named GM of the Pro Wrestling Empire, and there's certainly been bad blood between the two of you. <laughs> uh, is, is there any concern, him having uh, power in the company, how it may affect you? Now, that's definitely something that I wanted to touch on, and I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, we have Kevin Murphy who's always had, you know, a say within the company. But uh, coupled together with Eddie Smooth is one of the most dangerous things that I can think of for the Neon Ninja because, I mean, I, not single-handedly, but I kind of had a big hand in the destruction of Hollywood's Finest and the retirement of Eddie Smooth. I mean, the last two matches that he had, um, I took the legacy title from him. I took the PWE title from him. And, uh, you know, I took the uh, beautiful blonde bombshell Danny Moe back home with me. So uh, do I think there's some bad blood or do I think there's some uh, hard feelings? Sure, absolutely. Because, uh, you know, if anyone would, would uh, take out my legs from under me, I definitely have some uh, something to say about it. I definitely get you know, my vengeance one way or another. So, um, you know, everybody's really excited about the, the new, uh, direction that PWE is going. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited too. I'm, I'm always into, you know, new fresh ideas, especially Eddie smooth and, uh, Kevin Murphy, they're wrestlers, former wrestlers, you know, so they seem to have their, their finger on the pulse, but, you know, a lot of people are overlooking a lot of things and a lot of people are getting excited about a lot of things like some, some new signings, uh, you know, uh, some people that really people get excited about, like Anthony Henry, whatever new internet indie darling is, uh, you know, flavor of the month. You know, that's fine. I've been the champion. I will stay the champion. I will keep defending the title, not only at the forum in Harrisburg, but I'll keep defending it all over the world and against all these indie darlings, these flavors of the month, and all over against the best talented, really, wrestling has to offer. Yeah, absolutely. We're here uh, Three Count Thursday with the Neon Ninja Facade. Of course, the PW event coming up at the end of the month, March 24th at the Forum in downtown Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. But this weekend, Ryan and I were talking about a little bit earlier, uh, Atomic Championship Wrestling in Stevens, PA. You'll be taking on Teddy Hart uh, at this event. Uh, this match has been on our radar here um, you know, since the moment that it was announced. Um, now, is this your first time actually uh, facing Teddy? So the funny story with Teddy Hart is that this match has been a bit of a unicorn match where it's we've always been chasing it, but there's always been little things that have always were hiccups in the road. The very first time that we were set to uh, have a match, we started the match. We actually did have you know a quite short match, but we had a match nonetheless. That was at AIW in Cleveland, um, where Teddy got severely injured in you know uh early on in the in the match Mm. and he got a spiral fracture in his ankle and um you know we we ended the match a little early but um 
still there was uh, still things that happened after the match that are definitely uh, something that people would like to catch on a AIW. You can watch that on Powerbomb TV. Mm-hmm. But there's also another match that was supposed to happen um, that we were on a Lucha show, and that was the night after um, he wrestled Joey Janela at Game Changer Wrestling for the first time, and he got pretty badly injured on uh, that occasion as well. So mm-hmm. that second match didn't exactly happen as planned either. Now, going into this match on this Saturday, I'm, I'm actually quite injured myself, and I, I've not yet gotten clearance from the doctor to make the match uh, happen. Oh, I'm man. hoping to get cl- clearance tomorrow. Um, I go to the doctor's first thing in the morning, but um, right now I have a severely sprained ankle that I suffered in uh, Southside Wrestling's events over the weekend in the UK. Um, I actually messed it up on the first day of uh, the first show while I was there. And then I wrestled on it again, and I wrestled on it again. And so um, it's a little swelled. It's a little purple. Um, they said it wasn't a break, which is, you know, best case scenario. So I was able to fly home because if it was broken, they were going to hold me there. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, because there's there's uh, certain clotting issues. If you have a broken bone, um, right. I'm sure you guys know of uh, Chris Candido. Yes. Yep. He actually yep. died. Yeah, he actually died because he broke his leg and then he flew. Um, and the blood clot went to his heart and actually, um, unfortunately killed him. So that's something that, uh, you know, uh, at least I have that to look forward to, um, in terms of my healing, not being a broken bone, but I've also heard that, you know, sprains also take longer to heal than, uh, broken bones. So, um, we're going to go see the doctor tomorrow because I've been walking around with, you know, minor pain, but, you know, to see the Neon Ninja at his fullest, um, you know, I'd hate I'd hate to go to Atomic Wrestling and have everyone see, you know, just a you know a seventy five percent Neon Ninja versus right. Teddy Hart match. I just don't think that would be fair to the fans. Um, but you know, if I can do it, I'll be sure to do it. But at the same time, I have to think about my future. I have to think about you know how the match. Uh, I've got a pretty loaded up schedule coming up. Um, we have the PWE event at the forum on the 24th. Yep. I've got pretty big, crazy matches with like Pentagon and Phoenix. We've got wow. WrestleMania events coming up. So, you know, um, you have to think about the future too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely going to be sending some positive vibes. I'm sure the fans that are uh, listening in right now will do that as well. Um, and, uh, you know, you. hopefully the match can go on, but if not, uh, obviously we uh, certainly understand. Right. And then eventually when it does happen that, you like you said, the unicorn match, it, it'll finally <laughs> yeah. be, you know, just the payoff of finally being able to, to do that would will be really really cool. Um, it's so crazy too because like uh, there was a match like that before that was me and Matt Cross, and then it finally happened, and it was like four times where me and Matt Cross weren't able to do it. Wow. And I was really excited about this match too because I've talked to Teddy Hart on uh, social media, and um, I'm sure you guys may or may be familiar with um, the story of Billa, the cat that I brought home from India. Um, oh, yeah. I, I had shown Teddy, I'm like, Hey, I brought this cat home from India. And you know, he's like, Oh, that's a beautiful cat. He's got nice face, beautiful markings, everything. <laughs> and, uh, I wanted to bring Billa cause Billa travels very well. You know, he's traveled with me from India. So. <laughs> but, uh, I wanted to travel with Billa to ACW atomic championship wrestling this weekend and, uh, have Billa supporting me in my corner along with Danny <laughs> Moe and then, uh, Mr. Money jr. 
so, uh, you know, that would have been a sight to behold. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It is called Catterday Night Wrestling. So <laughs> that would, right? that would, that would and fit so the bill. <laughs> I was, I was, I was fully, I was on board with this and I'm like this wild Indian cat and, uh, me versus Teddy Hart and his, uh, sweet little hyperallergenic Persian. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you brought up Joey Janela, and and that's the name that that's kind of factored in to the next question. And I, and I took a bunch of notes from the questions that we originally jotted down. Um, you recently wrestled Joey Janela at Hybrid Wrestling uh, down in Eddystone, Pennsylvania. Um, and quite frankly, that that match tore the house down. Um, um, I think Matt was speaking with you after the show, and you said that there was even like a better match that you felt that you guys had at AIW uh, that was even crazier. Uh, crazier yeah. than than the match that you guys put on yeah. at Hybrid. Um, is there any plans to give the fans a third installment uh, of, of this showdown between you two? You know, uh, me and Joey Janela were ver- very much two guys cut from a similar cloth because we like to think outside of the box. We are one for one. We're not afraid to you know take any kind of you know risk and put our body in any kind of danger, any kind of peril to give the fans a crazy show. And, you know, his injuries prove that my injuries sure. prove that. Um, and, uh, so, you know, um, our track record kind of, uh, speaks for itself in terms of that, but that match at Eddystone, um, it was, it was unique in its own right, you know, uh, wrestled at the monster factory. And that was a, uh, a great, great match. I was really happy with that. But, um, the first match we ever had, uh, we really, we really, <laughs> we really tested each other like on another level because um, AIW, I consider that one of my home promotions. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I felt like, you know, if he wanted, if he wanted a piece of me, he really had to take it from me. And uh, you know, he's, he, his, his star has grown much brighter in AIW as well after this match, because we really, really put it all out there, you know, using guardrails, using chairs and uh, you know, just, doing a lot of stupid things to each other sure. that normal people really shouldn't do. And, uh, you know, especially AIW matches are typically on Friday nights and, you know, we didn't have, uh, we didn't have an easy night on our plate. And then, uh, to complete the the rest of the weekend, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a little ballsy, some of the things we did, but that being said, uh, that, that was great when he came back off of his thumb injury too. Mm-hmm. But as far as uh, having a third match, um, you know, he knows that uh, I'm ready at any given time. You know, GCW Game Changer is um, one of the the newer promotions that I've been working for, and I love what they've been doing. And, uh, you know, I see us either having another match there, maybe AIW. Um, I I, I totally see us tearing it up somewhere else. You know, even maybe we could have that unicorn match, maybe myself, Joey, and Teddy in the same match would probably be pretty freaking insane. That would be crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean, we got destroyers, we got <laughs> ladders, we, you know, we could, we could go all night with that kind of thing. Uh, I've recently seen a uh, game changer. They're doing a cool thing now. Um, the nights at the compound, they had, uh, Jody Fleisch and, uh, Teddy Hart mm-hmm. and Jack Evans and an insane match an insane, insane match. Yep. But, um, you know, that's, that's the kind of stuff they're doing you know, that me and Joey and, and Teddy could bring to the table in a three-way match. But um, I'm definitely looking forward to a round three with uh, Joey because, like I said, you know, he's a very unique character, a very creative guy, and I'd like to think the same about myself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're not afraid to let it all hang out. 
Speaking of, and again, uh, you brought it up. Uh, it's a great segue for me. Uh, last year, I had put down the Joey Janela Spring Break as one of my favorite shows of of, of last year, uh, and most specifically, the match you were in at the Joey Janela Spring Break, which was the uh, the Spring Break Clusterfuck match, which I thought was yeah, uh, just just such a fun wrestling match. I loved watching it. Um, you started off the match against uh, Flip Gordon. Um, I mean, John Silver, yeah. Veda Scott. Glacier for for God's sakes was in this match. Um, Ethan Page, Dink Dink the Clown was in it. Just such yeah. a, the, the Invisible Man, like the the insanity of this match over <laughs> WrestleMania weekend was so was so awesome. You also had an appearance on Evolve eighty. Kind of tell us how that whole weekend shaped up for you and how that all came to be about, real quick. That was really amazing. Uh, you know, I had a couple of events booked up and. Um, we did the Evolve seminar, and uh, for those of you that remember, I used to do Evolve uh, years ago, um, tagging with Jason Gorey, you know, full circle there. And then um, it was about five years had passed since I last did the um, last Evolve match. And uh, we went to the Evolve seminar, myself and Danny, and um, that that went really well with us. Uh, that was attended by uh, William Regal. So, you know, it's nice to see those kind of eyes on us. Sure. Uh, we earned we earned a spot on the uh, Evolve main show, which, uh, and mind you, this, this event started at 10 a.m. for the, for the uh, seminar and everything. So we were wrestling kind of all day, you know, tryout match, and then the Evolve uh, show went on, I think, about 7 or so, something like that. And then uh, the Janela Spring Break event started at, I want to say, midnight. And that was... Uh, yeah, that, know, was, as, that was a late one. As, yeah, as Jervis Cottonbelly had referred to it, uh, and uh, as I quickly latched on in a PG way, the cluster fudge. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> the cluster fudge. Um, we uh, yeah, we finally went on our match like one o'clock, and it was a you know a gauntlet match, which you know guys come out and uh, you know Dink looking scary and demonic as ever. He looks so creepy. It was like, really really weird, especially especially if you don't like clowns, it was like something that we give you nightmares. <laughs> and then uh, uh, everybody seemed to get messed up and broken in that match because Veda Scott broke her nose so badly. Um, yeah, she got I actually, uh, from from wrestling and, you know, just just the, the long day, staying in gear, trying to stay warm all day, I actually got injured in that match too. Um, and uh, really early in the match, doing the dive, the dive, um, you guys have seen me do it a million times, the, the, the triple jump without the chair, the step in the middle, step on the top, and then like the 450. Mm-hmm. I kind of just like landed on my feet, and the shock and the vibration just went up my spine. I felt numbness in my lower body, and um, then I hit my knee so hard. Um, I had uh, a swelling, a contusion under my kneecap. So that actually took me – well, I finished the match. It wasn't – I could – totally tell that like it wasn't my best uh after that because i felt like i was a step behind like i was i was definitely messed up but you know still finished the match um still a little bit of crazy stuff crazy boy was in that match too yeah um from dtu he's an amazing amazing guy too uh but you know um then unfortunately i went to the the hospital the next morning and that took me out for the rest of the weekend and then um we were there until about tuesday or wednesday so uh, we had plans to go see Disney, and uh, thankfully we still made that happen on the last day. I was walking around in like a knee immobilizer, um, 
you know, sometimes even to this day, like sometimes I'll have a real intense match and I'll feel the effects of it. But, um, you know, it's just, I guess you could say the nature of the beast, things like that happen. And as long as you, you know, can try to rehabilitate yourself and try to get your, your, your body back to where it needs to be, you know, you live to fight another day, but you know, just, you just got to pick and choose your battles, you know? Yeah. And, um, that was just one of those, uh, Russian roulette moments. They kind of, uh, uh, put a little damper on my events for last year. Makes sense. Yeah. But again, thank you for being part of it. It was, it was, I think my number three event and like my number four favorite match of, of, of all of last year. So it, it definitely stood out. And, and a year later, I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up. Um, also want to let you know, we have one of, uh, one of your biggest fans, uh, Blake is watching. He wants to say hello. He has one of your shirts. He's wearing it tonight to watch the interview. So Blake says hello. Um, and he was checking on the Facebook video as well. Yo, Blake, what up, man? Thank you for your support. All right, very good. Uh, again, uh, here with three count, uh, three count Thursday with the Neon Ninja facade. Uh, now, facade, you uh, you of course have your manager. You 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 touched on that a little bit earlier, Danny, uh, your girlfriend, Danny. Um, how important is it for you uh, to have her by your side? Um, you know, during those matches, and of course the uh, kind of the the dark time for a little bit last year uh, when she was there with uh, Hollywood's finest. We're of course happy to see that that all of that stuff has been resolved. But but how important is it for you? Uh, to have her right there uh, by your side? Um, very important because, you know, sometimes whenever, you know, the, the chips are down, that kind of thing, you uh, you really, she's there to, she's there to push me through and uh, to, to make everything, uh, I guess, to kick it up a notch. But the thing is, um, you know, her being gone last year really, it set in motion a, a chain of events. It, it really, uh, you know, um, it overwrote some code. It changed my DNA or I, I, it's, I don't know really what it, but it, it put the wheels in motion to, to, for a different facade, something that, you know, we haven't really seen so much in the States yet. Uh, a little bit of a dark side that kind of got awakened that really came to the surface while I was in India. A different style, a different um, attitude because while I was over in India, you know, obviously she wasn't there with me. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more of an attitude, a little bit, you know, more fearless than, than, than anything. And, um, you know, seeing all the people uh, while I was gone, you know, running their mouth and, you know, talking all these different things, it really it made, it made me think a different way. And she wasn't there to really talk me down to, you know, put me not in my place, but, you know, to put me in the right mindset. So, you know, it's a, it's a going into this year with a little bit of a different attitude, a little different edge, I guess you could say, which is a really interesting thing because, you know, myself, uh, the Neon Ninja, just, you know, it, it, it's not the same being a happy-go-lucky guy. Right. You know, everybody's uh, sh- shaking hands, kissing babies, that whole thing. You know, you can't do that forever. And uh, as much as I am a good guy, you know, I feel like I've been walked over a lot, stepped over, passed by. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, I think it's time for the Neon Ninja to assert himself and to, to let the world know that where, where I stand and who I am. And, uh, you know, even the trip to Japan, really um, wrestling that different style, that rugged, hard-hitting style, which uh, also a lot of which the Indian fans follow, um, you know, it, it's... <laughs> It's awakened the beast within me, and I'm kind of awesome. I'm kind of nervous about you know where I'm going. No, that's good to have that that excited energy 
that that's really good and it, it ties into one of the uh, viewer questions that we have here uh charlie checks in he says is there any promotions um that you'd like to have a run in um you know maybe like a ring of honor or, or a new japan or something like that well uh i definitely would like to uh return to japan um new japan definitely is, is high on the uh the list mm-hmm. uh, ddt is a definite um another company that i'm very interested in working for um, I recently worked for Southside, and that was an amazing experience. But I'd also like to work for a couple of companies over in the UK. Uh, Defiance is one of them. Uh, Progress Wrestling mm-hmm. is uh, top of that list over there as well. But as far as uh, Stateside, also, um, you know, uh, AAW is uh, one that I worked for whenever I was very young, and I'd like to get back there because both the, the company and uh, myself have changed since then. Um, and speaking of ch- changing and uh, both those same aspects, CZW, um, I've changed since the last time I've worked at CZW and so much the company. And I think they would enjoy the, uh, the Neon Ninja as he is today. But, um, you know, um, outside of the WWE, obviously, and NXT, um, sure. I think uh, Ring of Honor would be a definite uh, great fit for me and my, my current state of mind, my current, uh, you know, uh, where, I, where I'm at. Um, but uh, PCW, another one out on the West Coast, is uh, something I have my eyes on, as well as PWG. Hopefully, um, you'll see the Neon Ninja and PWG before the end of the year. Awesome. Keep her out for that, for sure. Yeah, yeah, lots of uh, lots of potential, <laughs> exciting things coming up there. Um, one question that we always love, and, and this it's always the way we kind of uh, start to wrap things up. If you could pick your dream match, it could be against anybody that is, uh, you know, currently working or anybody um, in the past. Uh, what would your dream match be? Man, I'm I'm truly blessed and lucky. I, I, you know, I say this. Um, I get this question sometimes, and I say this, and people think it's it's weird, but I've really got to live my dream matches a, a couple times over because you know every time I set a goal where I say, okay, this is my dream match, and it happens, and you know. I'm really goal-oriented. I'm, I'm all about visualizing and, and uh, you, you, you visualize it and you believe it and then you receive it and it, it, it comes to life. And uh, matches like, uh, I've wrestled Sabu now seven times. That was always a dream match of mine. Wow. And before it happened, he was, he was retired. And then I'm like, oh, it would be so cool to wrestle Sabu. And then he comes out of retirement and I end up wrestling him seven times. It's uh, insane. Um, another match that I always wanted to have was against AJ Styles, and that happened two times. So, I mean, like, these, these things that, uh, you know, I, I've always wanted to happen. But um, there's a couple of different matches, uh, you know, um, I have matches that there's guys that are, you know, have, have moved on into another plane, and there's guys that have retired, and guys that are still potentially able to have matches, um, some of which, you know, uh, I'd love to have had a match with uh, Mr. Perfect. Uh, he was always one of my favorites. Um, that would have been a great dream match. Um, Shawn Michaels, my favorite of all time, you know, obviously uh, retired and um, no no real uh, opportunity to have that match. But um, Rey Mysterio, Rob Van Dam, those are guys that I've always, have, uh, uh, always had ideas to potentially have matches with, as well as uh, Jeff Hardy. You know, um, these are all guys that uh, I've looked up to while having grown up in the Pittsburgh area, seeing ECW and the Attitude Era, like I said, uh, you know, come to life before my eyes. Uh, I was lucky enough to have Matt Hardy as a tag team partner 
but I always really, uh, I always really uh, drawn and uh, to Jeff Hardy. So uh, yeah, Jeff Hardy, Rob Van Dam, Shawn Michaels, and then um, any other guys in the WWE currently. Um, that would definitely have to be AJ Styles and Jericho. Those guys, respectively, are guys that um, I told AJ last time I seen him. I said, uh, "You still owe me that third one, man." <laughs> of course, he was WWE uh, champion at the time, and he laughed at all. He's like, "Get yourself that contract, man." And I'm like, "I'm, I'm going to hold you to that, man." But uh, yeah, uh, hopefully that'll happen someday. Whether or not it's for the title or not, you know, that remains to be seen. But um, yeah, Chris Jericho too. He's another guy. He's he's done. He's been in every single company, done every major yeah. thing, transcended all eras of wrestling, pretty much. And the fact that he can still go, like the match with Kenny Omega, the things that he does on uh, in the WWE programming, it's just it's amazing. He just he can still do everything that he ever could, and that's another match that I would love to have. Absolutely, uh, Facade. Before we let you go tonight, uh, we want to give you an opportunity to uh, you know plug upcoming shows that you have, and uh, of course where people can follow you on social media. So if you want to go ahead and do that, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the number one facade. That's one F A C A D E. You can also find me on the uh, Pro Wrestling Tees. You can search uh, facade or prowrestlingtees.com slash facade, as well as uh, my YouTube page. Um, I've gotten, uh, I've started diversifying outside of the wrestling because wrestling hasn't really found its uh, niche in the monetary game. For most wrestlers nowadays, I, you'll see me doing uh, some gaming videos, a lot of Pokemon Go. Uh, throughout my travels, catching a lot of Pokemon throughout all the <laughs> countries and <laughs> other places. And uh, so, um, the YouTube site, One Facade Underground, if you search that, that's my username on there. But um, outside of that, so uh, this weekend, um, the ACW, this is Teddy Hart. Then next weekend, um, March the 10th, we have Black Label Pro. You'll see me versus Gringo Loco versus Jurassic Boy versus Matt Nix. That's in Indiana. And then um, March, what is next? March 24th, you'll see the uh, forum, uh, the PWE at the forum. And uh, that's Saturday the 24th in Harrisburg. And then the following week, we'll be in... WrestleMania, uh, that's the WrestleMania weekend events. There's a whole bunch of different events going on there. Mm-hmm. You can at least find us at the Joey Janela Spring Break there. Uh, the following week after that, uh, we have April events in Ottawa, April 10th, I believe, um, C4 in Ottawa, Canada. And then, uh, I think off the top of my head, then, uh, oh, the real big one is. Uh, Phoenix versus Pentagon versus the Neon Ninja at Remix Pro in Marietta, Ohio. That's on April 24th. So uh, a lot of crazy good things coming. And then um, at the end of May, I'll be making my return to Mexico for Chilonga Mask and DTU. So very, very exciting couple of weeks coming up. Yeah, obviously, uh, quite the uh, quite the schedule coming up for you. Um, we definitely will be uh, sending positive vibes tomorrow uh, as you uh, get that ankle checked out, and uh, we hope to see you, um, you know, uh, wrestling this Saturday at Atomic. 
and uh, of course coming up at PWE. So Fasad, thank you for joining us here tonight, and uh, we'll see you real soon. Thank you so much, guys, and I'll see you very soon. All right, have a good night. Take it easy, man. Thank you. So again, thank you to the Neon Ninja Facade. Make sure you are following uh, along with him on his journey uh, on his social media and just a uh, just an awesome experience for him. Yeah, um, the whole India thing really over cool. the last year. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you heard some of these upcoming matches uh, for him that, uh, you know, it's it ain't slowing down for the Neon Ninja. So no, no. Scotty uh, checked and he said uh, Facade versus Seth Rollins would be money. How about facade versus Adam Cole? I mean, the, the sure a lot of, of really, really good, you know, names you can plug in there against facade, and it's going to be a money match. So yeah, we got Matt on the line now with us. Matt, how you doing this week, buddy? I'm doing good. Sixers just beat the Cavs, so there, there you yeah. go. All good things. Raise the process. Trust in the cat. <laughs> so, something, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, you're you're close. Uh, I had to jump out there. It is absolutely fucking pouring is here, it really? by the way. <laughs> like, the dog I just see is, like, going nuts. Like, normally he, like, just sleeps in the other room uh, while we're podcasting. He just, like, so I knew he had to go out. And it is, yeah, just just pouring in uh, in Inland, it's Pennsylvania. It's so, gross. Um, well, thank you again for saw checking in with us. We really, really appreciate that. And like Jim said, hope everything's uh, honky-dory yeah. before you heading into this weekend. Um. We were talking about, uh, but you know, before um, before we had facade on about you know the the Fox and, and WWE deal, oh, yeah, yeah, um, a a potential, I mean, just crazy lucrative contract for the TV rights yes. uh, for the WWE um, that that looks like Fox is going to be bidding extremely hard for. There's been a little bit of uh, dispute on whether or not. Um, the WWE would be Fox's fallback plan if they can't come to a new agreement with UFC. Um, but there's, there's other reports that suggest that Fox is actually more um, heavily pursuing the WWE as opposed to okay. the UFC deal. So a, a lot of this stuff is going to be continued to play out. Um, but one thing that and that's would- really interesting, like to think to think like that, because I think the UFC could be a bigger draw. But over potentially a though, but over a consistent like month in and month out basis, right? I would think the WWE is right. going and to. Be, I think that's the key. You, know, you, you have know, like your big big fights that that promote really really heavy uh, when the CM Punk or the Brock Lesnar like that's a huge um, question mark. I think in all of this, but right. I mean that's that's one of the you know the big heavy rumors, right? That. After uh, WrestleMania, not long after WrestleMania, Lesnar's deal with the WWE runs out. There's a lot of talk that he's going to end up back in the UFC. Is it a full time? I don't know, you know how full time we want a couple of fights right. a year. Every- Is he full time anything right now? Right, exactly. Full farming, maybe full time farming. Um, but uh, you know, is it a full time deal with the UFC? Is it something where you know he goes back and and you know has a fight, but kind of still does the part-time thing with WWE. You know, that's up in the air. So a, a fight like that, sure. You know, you get that's Les- going to put eyes on You get Lesnar on the bill, right. it's going to put eyes on there. CM Punk um I think has a fight coming up in June or July. Correct. Um so I think that will be a huge one so that would fall under their the UFC's current uh deal, but but I feel like month in and month out you're going to look at the WWE and think that that will provide a much more steady stream of viewers to your networks than what the UFC would 
on on specific. Just, absolutely, absolutely. And UFC and, doesn't have a weekly program either, do they? Like they don't I, have. They they used to. I'm not sure if they still do. Not that they run on Fox, like over the air cable Fox, correct? No, no. They. Okay. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they have anything. Okay. But they have. I at least they did have a weekly. Uh, or even maybe bi-weekly, show on Fox Sports 1. Correct, FS1, um, yes. That they would air, and then, of course, their uh, pay-per-view events. But, um, you know, it is it it is pretty wild to think that, you know, the WWE would be more valuable product, uh, you know, to a TV company. But I think the best part would be, if it, if it ends up on Fox... Let's be, hear about it. Because it would be a broadcast program that Raw would likely go back to being a two-hour program. Okay. You know, That's so great. probably a nine. Well, see, I wonder how that would work because I think Fox they'd would, almost have to go eight. They'd to have 10. to go eight to ten because Fox um, local news is at ten p.m. Right. So uh, you'd get that eight to ten o'clock on on um, Monday nights, and then of course Tuesday nights on Fox Sports One. You'd probably have a two-hour SmackDown. So as a, as a fan, and and you know, obviously I'm you know the WWE shill of the group naturally, here, but even I'm saying, please let's let them. Uh, end up on Fox because it, three hours every week is draining at times. Now, Jim, let's say this Fox thing happens. Is there any concern that they take Raw and put it on a cable network, a Fox cable, that they would have to pull the reins back even more and stray further you mean away? Fox broadcast. Or, I'm sorry, Fox broadcast. Yes, I'm sorry. And 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 travel more away from anything that would be TV 14 um, and like really have to go PG. Honestly, given that it's it's Fox, I don't I don't believe so. I mean, you okay. look at um, like Family Guy, you look at The Simpsons. I mean, I I think and I think too the I I, I don't see anything that the WWE does currently that you couldn't put okay on on uh, you know on on broadcast TV. Maybe if it's you know going to be a segment where uh, you know. Strowman pulls the entire staging down on two guys. You know, you might get the, you know, caution. This, uh, pro, you know, th- this next segment may be disturbing okay. to some viewers. But, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't see there being any issue with. Okay. Do you? No, not really. I was just wondering. Okay. okay. Yeah. But um, I get like they have like shows like sitcom. Not necessarily sitcoms, but like actiony styled shows but you're right with family guy things like that yeah i mean i think even uh what the mick yeah the mick yeah, yeah I, mean, I, enjoy, I enjoy even that. even even in the realm of of a you know sitcom or something like that i i think fox is probably blurs some lines the, a the edgier of the of the broadcast network so i i don't i don't personally see any any issues matt there. i'm assuming you're a fan of dropping into two hours oh yeah definitely um Three hours is just way too much every week. There's too much filler, I think, at this point. They can easily go down to two. Do you think they went three hours because, like, that's the time for a sporting event? Like, a football game, three hours. Baseball game, you think three hours. Hockey, a little bit shorter. How long is a basketball game? Roughly three hours with with halftime. Like, is that why the three-hour thing? So, like, if you buy a ticket, you feel like you're going to a sporting event and you get your money's worth? Well, the the, the original three hours was during the Monday Night Wars, right? Because they were two. Nitro was two. So, WWE, I think, went to three. Then Nitro went to three. I can't remember because, there, you know, there was a period of time where um, I didn't really watch – you know, very, very frequently at all. So I, I can't remember if they had, they had gone back to two. 
the WWE? Yes. I don't recall. After after WCW was was done, I, I think I think they went back to two for a little while and then just in the last, you know, eight, nine years, whatever, I think they bumped it back up to three again. Um I, I don't know. I don't know if that if that was the reasoning behind it. I, I mean it there is a there is a logical sense to it though. Now that now Didn't that they go to two when they switched to was it TNN or Spike or whatever? Oh, that's right. And yeah, they back to three for USA. And they went back to USA. Maybe. I thought I thought they were three the whole time through. I, did, I yeah, don't I thought, recall. I, I, did, I think you it, guys might be right. Yeah, I think it did. Um, I think it did waver back and forth a little. Um, Charlie says, "Question: What happens to NXT or 205? I don't think anything happens to them. I think they would retain I think NXT stays on the network. I mean, unless Fox would want to put one or both on, you know, Fox Sports One or whatever." Sure. Which well, then I, why wouldn't you if you're the right, WWE? Exactly. Right. I mean, I, I don't I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea to put it out there. And if Fox is going to be in, investing, you know, up to or or exceeding four hundred million dollars for um for this this product, you you might as well go all in. Sure. Um and 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 maybe you incorporate uh more of the uh you you know the UK guys or whatever. I don't I don't know. Um obviously you know this is still kind of in its infancy because this contract doesn't run up. Uh, until the end of this year so it, it's going to be I think it's going to be a really fun uh, year watching this all play out and and you know in a, in a day and time where there are m- people amongst us uh, as a wrestling community that think that the WWE is dying and you know they talk about TV ratings and right. and how um, you know the, the the WWE as a brand isn't what it used to be and this and that um, this this is I'm pretty sure is uh, not only the fact that they had uh, record earnings right uh in 2017 but i think this is kind of solidifying it as well yeah, that um the the wwe is not going anywhere who was uh, bitching about it on twitter somebody was bitching like they were comparing it to like all japan shows or something like that and i'm like dude it sounds like things are are worse because there's 10 million followers of the wwe on twitter like i, I it, this wasn't actually me this wasn't me running the twitter page but the fact that you said it had something to do with japan shows it might have been. It, it might have been, been Adam. Adam. It might have been. He was comparing it to like all Japan had to have been Adam and Stardom and things like that, which are great companies. Yes, he's like, why don't I ever hear people bitching about this? Well, because you're like dropping a pebble in in a fucking ocean. Well, and like it, the ocean is what the WWE fan base is. You will hear them when they when um, they don't like something. They will gripe Monday, about it. Monday on Busted Open Radio on Sirius, uh, uh, Bubba Ray was on Monday with Dave Lagreca and. You know, he said that, and they were talking about. Actually, it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday's show because they were talking about Reigns' promo um, Monday for Raw, and you know, he said it. I mean, even not only to this week, but as a whole to to Roman Reigns um, and and to wrestling in general, you always hear, you know, especially on social media, you hear from the, you know, the the vocal minority. Where there's a silent sure. majority out there. Um, now, obviously, fans in the crowd you know, can feedback as well. I mean, realistically, that's like that everywhere. Right. You but, don't go to a restaurant and be like, hey, I had a great meal. I want to tell everybody about it. Right. You expect you, it. Right. When you have a bad meal, everybody hears you know, then, about then, it. Then, then right. you hear about it. Um, but also, too, to, to your point, Ryan, exactly, the, the WWE fan base is just that much bigger. Right. And, you know, that that's that's the big thing. We know size. We get bigger. <laughs> it makes sense to us. Yes, uh, we absolutely do. But yeah, it's, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a cool year to watch this uh, 
you know, so watch here's the, the, here's my question. Uh, today, WWE stock closed at 37.86. Is it time to buy? Because I would assume a bidding war would only drive that number up. Um, if that's, uh, if that's something that you are into, then I would probably recommend getting, I mean, I'm not going to give people, <laughs> I'm not a stockbroker. Correct. But this is not Jim recommending you buy no. WWE stock. I just want to clarify that. But God damn it, Jim. The, the, I lost the, everything. Right. Yeah. Don't do that. Uh, what you do with Lifetime your money. Lifetime ended up buying the <laughs> WWE <laughs> asshole. Nickels on the dollar. Um, I listened to Jim from Three Count what Thursday. If, whatever you choose to do with your money is your choice. However, if that was my sort of thing, if I wanted to um, invest in the WWE, uh, and now would probably be, in my opinion, a better time because yeah, I would I would think that a bidding war and a new TV deal. Um, because either put it this way, at the end of this year, the WWE is going to have a new TV deal. Whether it's on with NBC Universal, right. as they currently are, or with potentially Fox, or I guess it could be somewhere else. But TNN, the Nashville Network. <laughs> I don't even think it's called Spike anymore. No, it's not called Spike. It's the uh, Paramount Network, I think. Is that what it's called? I think so. Man, that's they probably shame. just air shitty movies. And here's the deal: like I don't watch Spike anymore. Like I was really into Bar Rescue there, but I'm like, oh, this is just the same shit, right? Every other right. time, those shows wear out. Speaking of really shows wearing quick. out, the re uh the re-debut of american chopper starts tonight really that's yeah. what you had on actually they, that's what i had to turn down oh it popped on paul tuttle with his giant mustache was talking and his and his saggy arms i'm his sure saggy, oh god he's like the <laughs> he grandma doing at the, steroids at the, he's at the grandma at the grocery store that's like <laughs> reaching for her powder or something oh god <laughs> dragging the flaps in the gravy at thanksgiving um but anyway, <laughs> gross, huh? Um, speaking to so that was that was Charlie's point about about NXT and two hundred five is could you see them going on if they want more programming? Potentially, I mean, what would you put on? Um, I would if you're Fox, you want NXT, but if you're the WWE, you give them two hundred five. Uh, potentially, but I mean, with with what with what seems to kind of be building with two hundred five here, maybe two hundred five is the more valuable brand for TV, perhaps. Oh, okay. That's fair. But, that makes sense. Yeah. And then, I mean, you can incorporate then NXT guys, you know, coming up into uh, 205 potentially. Some of Char- them, so. Charlie said they're going to move to pop. 205 is going to be live on Twitch. <laughs> you can watch 205 on Twitch this weekend. They have the impact thing with uh, Lucha Underground. They ju- that was just announced today. We posted earlier. That, yeah, was a, yeah. You know, that, that's, that's uh, actually really cool. Yeah, that's some excitement there. Um, we're not really going to touch anything on Elimination Chamber because we, we just don't have the time. Uh, what was your favorite match and least favorite match from this past Sunday? Um, probably my favorite match was the the women's match. Women's Chamber? Yeah. Okay. And that, well, I don't think that was great. My least favorite match. God. And oh. don't say the pre-show match because you didn't watch it. What was the pre-show match? Uh, the the club versus the Mizdarage. I did watch it. Oh, really? I did. Oh, I didn't. I did. Because I like ordered pizza and I was like, we're all ready to go. And I sat down and I'm like, fuck, I'm really early. <laughs> I'm like, man, I, maybe I have like a law and order or something saved on here. And I'm like, shit, I guess I just watched the pre-show. Not the first time you said, fuck, I'm really early. Right. Ah! <laughs> Great stuff there. We're here all week, folks. Um, man, I thought the pay-per-view sucked, so I'm going to say the main event. Okay, Matt, uh, favorite and least favorite? Uh, favorite would be, I'll say the women's chamber. 
And I did. I did also watch the pre-show. Surprisingly, so shame on you, Jim. Who are you people? Right, <laughs> hell half being frozen the over. One person. To be fair, I was um, still on the road when the pre-show match was happening. To be fair, do you yeah. have a cell phone that has the WWE Network on it? I can do that while driving. Who am I, Adam Lavelle? Yes, <laughs> baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say my least favorite was Bray and Matt Hardy. That just really did nothing for me. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one, Matt. I can't argue that. My uh, my favorite, also the women's chamber, but really close behind it was Oscar uh, Nia Jax. I thought the match, uh, even as short as it was, um, was uh, was really good. My least favorite was Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Uh, the match was boring. The crowd sucked, and Bray Wyatt lost. So can't can't believe the crowd. It was a trifecta of shit. Well, they were also doing the the fucking beach yeah, ball shit the during ball the thing. the Raw tag team title match, right? Which I thought was actually really good. I, I just don't think I don't think the WWE universe cares enough about Titus worldwide. Like I don't think they they've pushed that properly. Yeah, to, I don't to know. get people to care. You're the, only saying that because Tim's not here this week. <laughs> He's right. Friend. The he can't uh, it. the the beach ball assholes can piss off though. Um, yeah, but, God forbid they have a good time in a crowd of people. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You must sit and watch my WWE WWE. on your hands like this is New Japan. No, but uh, (laughs) no, no, that's not what I'm saying. You just said they can they can piss off. Yeah, with why do you bring a beach ball to a wrestling show? Why do you bring a beach ball to a concert? I don't. People do, right? But why do you? Why don't you? Have fun, liven up the crowd. But doesn't the beach ball... Dis- Are people not allowed to have fun in wrestling, Jim? That's not what I said. That's not what I said. What he said is they're not allowed to have fun in wrestling with a beach ball. That that I will say that. <laughs> here's, here's the truth, and I, and, I, and I noticed this when I was at Stellar the other day, that when I'm really into watching wrestling, I look like I'm having a miserable time. Mm-hmm. Like, I was sitting there really watching the matches. My arms were just crossed, and I was just intently I have noticed that about watching you, the spectate. matches. Like, I am really into watching it and giving it my full attention. Like, if I want to have a good time, why not fucking bat a beach ball around? I don't know. I think that's, I think it's disrespectful. I don't fucking, you take your shirt off, swing it around a little bit, and fucking pull out. No, don't please don't fucking do that, right? Just saying. I just I, think, no, I'm literally I don't think saying, I'm literally saying don't take your shirt off. Chanting CM Punk during a match, I find that more disrespectful than smacking a beach ball around. I see them as equally. Okay. Disrespectful. Personally. You're wrong, and that's racist, but that's fine. Racist. Yep. Move on. Okay. Uh, Roman it's Reigns. The only disrespectful thing is to dress up like a half clown. We can all agree on that. <laughs> yeah, actually, we can. We can. We and can wear uh, the target version of an Ed Hardy shirt and imitate Brock Lesnar. That yes. too. Yeah, that is it. extremely <laughs> disrespectful. Uh, but Roman Reigns apparently found at least uh, an ability to promo on Monday night. Um, the kind of work shoot. So, so to speak, um, that got, this got you all giddy, doesn't it? Look at you, you're giddy as hell. This is good. This is good. Was it not good? Was it, it was good. Okay, it was good. Right. That's all. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm just saying you're excited about this. Absolutely. If you're listening back to this on the podcast, a version of this audio, you're not seeing your face and seeing how excited you got when you heard Roman Reigns' theme song hit our airways. I mean, it's a decent enough song as the Shield song. Yes, yes, yes. As the Roman Reigns song, I'm not as big it's of a not fan. not right. You don't have the thing at the beginning. Believe that. <laughs> um, I, you know, absolutely his best promo, maybe ever. Roman 
<laughs> Definitely, uh, you know, the, the best promo since It's My Yard Now, and that one was only five words. Right. So, um, no, I, I, I thought, you know, given the situation and... Um, What's the situation? The there are there were reports that Lesnar was supposed to be there. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, as of mon- you know Monday afternoon, something changed and he was not there. So I don't know if it. I don't know what the situation exactly was. Do you believe that? Believe that. I'm being serious here. <laughs> I, I set myself up for the believe that. But you do you did, really absolutely. believe that, Jim? I don't know. Can you believe anything in wrestling, Ryan? You absolutely can. So, so let's say it's true. You are Vince McMahon mm-hmm. or Triple H. Okay. Brock Lesnar, the day that your show is booked him, him on, mm-hmm. takes you. a picture or a picture is taken and tweeted out. Well, no, that picture was UFC tweeted out guy. on Sunday. What was Sunday? Yeah, because it was in Vegas. Oh, that was in Vegas. That was in so Vegas. Was Raw Monday was Anaheim. Okay, okay. My bad. So he legit... But, I mean, Vegas uh, to Anaheim is not very far. So let's say he legit no-shows. Mm-hmm. He's your WWE champion. You have him booked uh, on your Universal show. Universal champion. What the fuck ever? <laughs> You're okay with him no-showing for the sole purpose of Roman Reigns to cut a promo to get fucking people to finally cheer him? I mean, I don't know that Good I'm... promo or not. It was a good promo. I'm not okay with it, but if it's an opportunity for Roman Reigns to pick up the uh, I'm here every day fighting for these people flag and run with it and get him cheered, which he did on Monday, you you know, you know find a way to take a negative turn it into a positive. So what happens then when he no-shows mania? What do you do then? Uh you I'm just, just hand Roman Reigns the title. <laughs> Is that what happens? Uh, no. And and w- Hey, Bray, get out there. Eat the fucking pin. <laughs> Here's the good news, Bray. You're about to be universal champion. Here's the bad news. You're about to get pinned in about four seconds. Right, right. Um, well, as part of that, the, the uh, a report that I read uh, either Tuesday or Wednesday is that the, the WWE is potentially, uh, you know, working, having a backup plan. If if things with Lesnar really start falling apart through the month of March, um, that they will find a way to incorporate Braun Strowman into the match, make it make it like a three way, so that you know if so Strowman then has to eat the fucking pin, red hot Braun well, that, Strowman, that, you know. But you know that's kind of the fear. Or does the WWE just blow everything up and actually give Strowman the title? Why would they do that? I don't know I why they would do that, but the, but you know, I, I it's it's obviously not the most ideal situation if the report is that Lesnar did actually just no show on Monday. So, you know, I I don't know. I don't. That's just a shit deal. It really is. It is. It absolutely. I mean, is. if he legit no showed, that's that's a shit deal. Absolutely. Like it's a shit deal in any line of work. Like if you are scheduled to be somewhere, get your ass. I mean, there. like I get card subject to change. Like I get sure. all that, but but I also get like when you are Brock Lesnar, the Universal Champion, and it's an appearance. Like oh it's, yeah, it's, it's a you big thing when you there. show up. You should be there, and they've booked this. Right, that you've been advertising it. Right, you should be there. Right, absolutely. People buy tickets to see that. 
I mean, here's the deal. The last SmackDown I think we had at Hershey was like The Rock's return. And that sold out because oh, The Rock. If he would not have... If he would there have, have no-showed that... A ton of angry women. There have been a lot of angry just people well, a lot in of, general. Correct. There just seemed like a lot of women, women at that show. I there was a lot of women at that show. But yeah, it would it would not have been a good night in uh, in Chocolate Town if, uh, if he would have no-showed. Um, chocolate. No shit. Um... Ronda Rousey apparently uh, also learned to talk from Sunday till Monday because Sunday was bad. Awful. That segment was brutal. So bad. Let's talk about how bad it was. Luckily, they had a a, a good finish to it that got the crowd popping, but she looked mortified. Yeah. And just completely lost. I saw people totally trying to defend it. Like, she's just really humble for the opportunity. No, fuck that. I'm like, dude, she's built like, it's like the me? baddest bitch out there. Like, they created a weight class for her just to beat up other right. chicks. And, and, and she was, like, humbled to be in the WWE. Yeah. And she, she couldn't talk that way. She was never way. humble in, it, like, anything she did in UFC. Especially, you know, as the, like, winning streak continued. Right. And yeah, all of a sudden she's humbled. Yeah, don't you no. Don't buy it. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy that one bit. Matt, what's your? I don't even know what. What is your like your take on the Rousey thing? Are you are you pro Rousey? Um, I'm, I'd say I'm lukewarm on it. I'm okay. not necessarily opposed to her being in the company, but I don't think that we need to be hyping it as much as it is. Like I get why it's a big deal in terms of the coverage they're getting for it. Sure. But, I mean, I think the whole contract signing when the the hallmark of that pay-per-view should have been the first women's elimination chamber, it just seems like they always say, like, oh, we're doing the first this, and then they overshadow it with something else. Well, and it's they didn't have Ellsworth to be in that match, so they had to do something. <laughs> right, yeah, that, that's true. I'm surprised Shane didn't just come out and, and win the chamber match. I mean, it would Here be it would be money. like him to do that. Here we go, money talk. Is that Shane? <laughs> I remember when that theme song used is, to is pop. Is that in. him, like saying "dala dala" in that? Possibly. I, I've never listened I honestly, to it. I honestly have no idea. Play it again, and then listen to the the "dala dala" part. Oh, man. Here we go, money talk. No, I don't think that's him. <laughs> Absolutely. Are we going to do this with themes every week? We I mean, I, I hope we, we do. I, I'm fine if, if we do. Yes. Um, but because um, we forgot to mention our truths when we were talking about that. Oh Ooh. yeah, that's a great. Damn it, we do need to work on that bracket. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I I see where you're at, Matt. That was Tim's idea. Tim's going to work on that bracket. Let's be real. Well, that, I, that's what I mean when I yeah, say we. Yeah. Okay. Fair. You know. So, Tim, you better be listening to this, and you better be working on that bracket. Fella. Are your stripes, Tim. <laughs> um, no, nah, but I, I, I kind of see where, where people can, can look at the Rousey situation like that. Um, you know, but there's two sides of it, because obviously it's a business. And it's a business. For, for the WWE, this is, this is going to be... Uh, you know, I think a, a a pretty big deal for them. But I, I am happy at least the fact that, uh, you know, she isn't just walking in and getting the the title match at at WrestleMania. Like right. we go back to the Royal Rumble, right? You know, it, the, the fact that she didn't come in at number thirty and eliminate everybody 
and and go to WrestleMania, win the title right away. Like right. she's and and it's a situation where you know Triple H doesn't get to bury anybody this year. Right. And if you know the the other big match potential that we'll talk about here um, at, at WrestleMania. There's 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 another big match guy that won't get to bury anybody either at WrestleMania. So, you know, maybe it's, it is that kind of silver lining. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think you're you're pulling for straws here, but sure, sure, absolutely. Grab, grab I always can, try but to. Sure. And Charlie's other. Charlie's still surprised that uh, that Stephanie didn't win the Rumble. <laughs> there's part of me that's shocked by that as I, well. I, I, I never really, thought that would have happened ever. I never thought. I. That. I yeah, I just never know. I really don't know. I don't know either then. But uh Big Match John. Big Match John. John Laurinaitis. <laughs> People power. <laughs> uh Big Match John is in the main event at Fast Lane. So Ryan, I know you're excited about that. <laughs> Stupid um, pay-per-view. How many fucking people can we get in here? It's up to six now. Let's put the Ascension in the main event. Fuck Why it. not? They need something. Let's make it a... If you're going to put the Ascension there, you might as well put Rizongo in a there. A tremendous 10-way. And if the Rizongo's in there, <laughs> you know what's happening with the Bludgeon Brothers and th- that friction, so they ought to go in there. So 12 guys. So the Bludgeon Brothers need somebody to easily dominate to still look strong, so why don't we put in the two jobbers in that, and so we're up to a 12-man main event. Why not? Why not? But uh, you know, Cena beat Styles on on Tuesday to uh, get into the main event at Fastlane. Not to take anything away from what I just bitched about, it was a really good fucking match. It was. It was. That was like a pay per view quality match that they put on on SmackDown. He, Ian Styles, man, they 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 put on just quality matches just about every time. The issue, the issue with that good match because his match against Balor was a good match to get him into the elimination chamber. Yes, but both times it's just like. The fans are booing him, and he's like, come on, guys. Just trying to get to WrestleMania. <laughs> like, we know you're going to be at fucking WrestleMania. Like, don't don't pander to us. And I think that takes away from how good the match is both times for it, me. It, it, is, it is a little amusing, you know, like the, these promos. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just this guy from Massachusetts, and I'm just – Trying to live out my dream of wrestling at WrestleMania, <laughs> and I'm like, like he's Elias, <laughs> right? Like motherfucker, you're going to WrestleMania. We know you're going to WrestleMania. Like, this blueberry Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> I got this girl in the back. She's going to be my ring announcer. I just we got to get she there. Come out at thirty. What oh. a swerve. <laughs> Nobody mentioned her name that entire time during the Rumble. I, I didn't hear one peep of Eva Marie. Not, not at that all. would have been great. I would have taken her over um, Michelle McCool. Who would have eliminated half the current divas? No, well, that's true. Um, and here's the deal with 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 John Cena like losing the Elimination Chamber match. You had to keep Braun Strowman looking strong. Like he had to beat every single person after taking every single person's finisher. And like multiple people trying to pin him at one time to keep him to look strong, to not put him in any sort of main event or give him an actual fucking match for the Universal Championship. So that's why Cena had a great looking match to get into that match. Sure. To then lose to the man who still has no nothing to show for it. Braun Strowman is today's Bray Wyatt. See, I don't see it that way, man. Let's talk well, in a year from the same family. They are. They are well. They are. They are from, they are from the same family. Who'd have thought, though? 
two years ago or a year ago even when when they added a new member to the Wyatt family. This, like just oh, big it's, it's just dumb this, looking. Right. Oh, he has a black sheep, man. What just, the heck? Just this. It's this big fucking brute. He's not. He's not. That looks awkward. Just confused right. in the ring. Had the pee pants. Right. Had the pee pee pants. Right. <laughs> like, is, he, is he riding a horse? Yeah. Like I don't know what. I don't know what or who this is. Like clearly, the biggest star is going to be Luke Harper out of this group. Clearly, it's going to be Harper. Right. And like, it probably still should be. Harper is fucking amazing. He's he really, a really is. Really good wrestler. He, I'm, I'm yeah. happy that they've they've found something that it seems to be working. Right. Uh, for them. But yeah, I could not have guessed when when Braun Strowman debuted. I mean, I, I figured they were going to push him at some point because right. he, he looked like a Vince McMahon wet dream. Sure, you know, just big and bearded and muscular. Like it's just like, oh my god, thank you. But like, I ne- I didn't think that we would actually get to the point where it's like, well, this guy is maybe the most over guy in the company. Is. I will argue anybody that he is the most over wrestler right now in the WWE. And I don't I don't know that there's a lot of arguments against that. I agree yeah, with aside you. Aside from maybe Rollins, I don't think there's anyone even close. Yeah, I mean, Rollins has been hot yeah, the last couple of weeks, but I mean, consistently. I have heard people say Balor, but that's just because they do the thing with him in his entrance. Right. When they're not busy playing with a yeah. beach ball, but you know what I mean? That's what I mean. Oh that's what... They should probably just sit down and not do that too, because they're not, not wrestlers. That's not what I said. They're not the wrestlers. Stop no, making the show about no, you. No, no, no. And just let Finn Balor do his thing. Oh, for God's sakes, that's not what I said. So, so big match, John. How? Like, I guess my question <laughs> is now, because I, I don't, I, I at least I hope not. Dear God, I don't see them teasing Nakamura Styles. I got it for for a couple of months. Only to go, uh-uh, you're going to get Big Match John in Nakamura. There's no way in hell. No, they, they can't. They add John Cena they to that They can't match. do it. So who does he face? I still think it's The Undertaker. You do? I really do. You uh, cannot deny that pop on Monday night, dude. That was one of the biggest pops in a while. Uh, we put up a, a Twitter poll and a Facebook poll this oh, week. Oh, Twitter and Facebook. Um, 76% on Twitter. Uh, say the Undertaker. the uh, The rumor that's come out in the last couple of days is that it would be Rey Mysterio. I don't. I think that's. I think WWE is floating something out because I think it was Sports Illustrated that first wrote that, which is just weird. It's still weird to say, right? But I think WWE floated that out to them j- just to try and distract people. I don't think it would be. Um, but six percent voted Mysterio or Nakamura. Twelve percent voted other. But nobody responded, even though I said, please respond. Uh, 76% on Twitter say The Undertaker. On Facebook, um, you could only do two options. Uh, 78% said The Undertaker. Um, what are some of the other options? Um, did, did people did people comment there? Yeah, on Facebook, Scotty said, uh, Jim versus Cena with Ryan as guest ref and Matt and intern Mark on commentary. Hey, um book it book it why not i've been waiting to make my debut anyway um i can hear that i can hear matt and mark like popping when they when he finally gets you up for the aa like making it that big of a deal (laughs) (laughs) he's Um, got big jim up uh jared says who cares at this point oh okay um 
guess care enough to comment, but whatever. Sure. Inter- I've always loved that one. Uh, intern Mark says, as long as WWE doesn't ruin Styles versus Nakamura match by adding Cena to it, I don't care if he's on the card at all. Oh, wow. Uh, I think an Undertaker. Oh. Yeah. God, he's so sorry. There's a dark cloud hanging over Intern so Mark. Him, so him and Jared both just don't care. Hershey Park can't open soon enough. It's, it's a month away. For Intern Mark. Mark's posted it's a month away. Um, He says, I think an Undertaker versus Cena match would have been a main event uh, if Undertaker's streak was still alive and if Cena went in as champion. Ooh. Um, Lou says Rey Mysterio is what he read. Um, Frank says Goldberg versus Cena. God, I have no interest in that. A couple other people said uh, Rey Mysterio. Tony said Goldberg as well. Um, God, Goldberg. Was Cena the times just, right? Who's next? Would just be uh, just be terrible. Would you rather it be Goldberg or Batista? Batista, just because we haven't seen him, and I fucking love booing Batista. I, I really don't like Batista. Oh, I mean that's 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 ugly. What about way. John Cena versus Zack Ryder? <laughs> oh, I'll take I'll take that one because then I'll enjoy when John Cena buries the ever living shit out of Zack Ryder at uh, at WrestleMania. So You're hated for Zack Ryder. It, it's, zero it sense. is palpable. Um, Charlie came out out of way left field with this comment. He goes, "What about Cena versus EC3 at Takeover?" I mean, wow. I mean, why? Why? I guess. Why? But why? But wouldn't not? that be a great like passing of the torch? Yeah. Why not? Maybe we. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Yeah. Cena would obviously win, though. Okay, that's, that's true. Yeah. Well, that would be a problem. Like there would, he would pass the torch a to him. He would just burn him alive with it. <laughs> um, how do we get to you know? I guess now the question is too because I don't think Cena. I, Cena doesn't win at, at fast lane. How do how do we how do we get? Assuming that it's Taker, how do we get there? Does does Taker interrupt? Taker is just like I in the fast lane you. match. They had they had Raw in the home the other day. He was putting night. And I, <laughs> I, uh, I saw you and you said my name. <laughs> Let's do this. Although I think it I think it's 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 fitting though that that John Cena has gone to SmackDown to find his WrestleMania opponent and naturally it would be the Undertaker. Because because he's team blue. He has always been team blue except for the 25th Raw. Yeah, and like he was every red. time he was on TV after he had said he was team blue. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um he was team blue for that one night for the yes. SmackDown 900, yes. he was Team Blue. I mean, obviously, I mean, back in the day, he was Team Blue. Sure was for for a while, sure but was. he has not been Team Blue for a very long time. Um, and guys, the last so thing- do we get Biker Taker if he comes back since like Dead Man Taker mm, was retired? No, I God, I hope not. I mean, he can't. He oh. came out at Raw. Go ahead. He came out Raw twenty five in like the cloak, so he didn't have the jacket or the hat because he. Right. You know, retired them or whatever. Right. God, if Which we makes get sense. Ta- he retired his hat and gloves. Right. I mean, they're still in a ring in the Camping World Stadium. Or something. Dude, if he comes out as the American badass, like, what theme do we get? Do we get like the cheap generic WWE theme, or do we get like Kid Rock's American Badass, mm. or do we get Kid Rock Lincoln sing it live? Lincoln Park's like 
Didn't he do Nookie? Was that wasn't that another one he did it for? Was Probably. That? No. It was no, he Roland, did it. Right. Yeah. Roland. He did, Roland. He, is he what rolled it was. for the Nookie. Right. I think Roland, is what it Roland, was or oh, something. Man. That's oh. Bret Hart's theme song. Oh. So Charlie and I didn't. Even, I must have missed this. Uh, he said that EC3 actually tweeted out a couple of days ago, February twenty seventh. If you don't find a road to hashtag WrestleMania at John Cena, you can fight me on NXT Takeover in New Orleans. So that that was great sound effects, Jim. So that was from EC3. He actually tweeted that out. There we That'd go. Be badass. That would be fun. Be fun. That would be a lot of fun, which That'd you can have. I'm not. A, I'm not anti-fun. Okay. Ryan. Not. Nope. Nope. No balls. No. No beach balls. I'm anti-beach ball. I've got balls of steel. But I am not anti-fun. Okay. Okay. Twist an angle. Turn it around there real quick. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. All right. All right. Just saying. Uh, last thing I have is um, if the reports today are true uh, that Neville uh, is back in talks with the WWE on a potential return. Obviously, he's, he's been gone for a few months now uh, because of the whole, I, I guess, uh, you know, losing to Enzo or, or whatever that whole situation was. Nobody's really spoken on it, um, you know, officially, obviously. Um with the new direction of 205 Live and the cruiserweight division and the, I think, positive buzz that it's been getting, um, you know, you know, maybe the WWE is finding a way to, uh, you know, bring him back in the mix and and, and hopefully uh, get him back on board because he is obviously one of the one of the best talents in the company. Yep, I agree. When he's there, when he's happy. So, um, you know, how did that conversation go? Like, hey, Neville. And get rid of Rapey McRaperson, so why don't you come back and do the 205 stuff for us again? Like, we're not going to put you on Raw or SmackDown where anybody really gives a shit, but hey. I'm not saying that's necessarily the case, though. Paul Levesque's doing the 205 Live now, so why don't you give it a shot again? And uh, Rockstar Spud is oh, there uh, as well. Yeah, Spud, Spudly Spudster. The, the, the Spudster. Right. What's his name? Houston Dallas? Dallas Mavericks? Dallas McVie or something? Something like that. Drake? Drake. Maverick. Drake Maverick. There it was. Drake. I knew we'd get there. Yeah. I knew we'd figure out a way to get there. Lee Lee comments, uh, and I just I must have missed it. He says uh, he wants to, not that he wants to see. He said he'd have John Cena versus Randy Orton. And no. I couldn't ever want to watch that match. No. In the history of ever. I'd rather it be The Undertaker than him wrestle Randy Orton. In fact, if I ever have to watch another Randy Orton match, I might get sick. I uh, I'm just not I may a Randy have found your your Christmas present for next year already. They have a new Randy Orton shirt Do on they? the shop. Gross! Like, <laughs> it's a gig- gigantic snake head. I, the the green one? No, no, the no, 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 no! It's one? a new, new uh, one. Here, I'll, I'll I'll pull it up while because uh, I have the gigantic neon green one. Yes, that's one that I got you this year. Yeah, it was gifted to me. Yeah, I do not own an Orton shirt. Or a Cena shirt, but you do own a Shane McMahon no. jersey. Yep, I do. Yep, <laughs> that's yeah. That is what you do own. But yeah, there's oh, that is so ugly. There's the new Randy Orton. It is just a just a gigantic. It almost looks like like a Stone Cold Steve Austin snake, like a rattlesnake head. Austin versus Orton WrestleMania for there the shirt. Book for the shirt. For the right to use the rattlesnake. <laughs> Uh, Kellen comments, could Cena and Taker uh, be a Shawn Michaels-style match, career versus career? Um, Justin Labar um, 
on Monday, I think, during Cena's promo when mm-hmm. he was kind of teasing the the Undertaker match. He had the big pop. The, he said that this year would be the first time that that sort of match, if you put that stipulation on it, really would actually be believable. Okay. You know, because, you know, we have seen Cena become more of a part-time guy um, and, and at the, obviously at the tail of an end of his career. Um, the part to me that's a little unbelievable about it, at least in terms of having suspense on whether or not Cena or Cena uh, loses, is the fact that I still think he's going to get number 17. Okay. I really do. I just think that it, it it's going to happen. The WWE kind of rewrites their history book, not necessarily wrestling's history book, but they, they, they want to put their people um, with their records. So right. I, 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 I still ultimately think we end up seeing Cena get number 17. So I don't, I don't think there would be at that Fastlane. suspense there. What's that, Matt? I said at Fastlane. <laughs> at oh, Fastlane. God. Dude. You, I mean, could you imagine if, if they actually do that? So you're looking at your two title matches at, at Mania um, would be Roman Reigns probably winning the universal title from a likely exiting Brock Lesnar. Right. And you've teased for two months Styles versus Nakamura only right. to make it be big match John. Versus Nakamura. Yep. You're, you're starting so far behind the eight ball for WrestleMania that I don't think you can recover. Yeah, that's bad. It would be it would that's be awful. Bad. Uh Charlie says if that was the case, why not keep the belt on Brock and have him pass Punk? Um, I don't think the WWE would be opposed to that if Brock wasn't leaving, and I think they know that he is probably exiting at least for a short time after this mania, um, and and we're going to get Roman Reigns. I think that's been the goal. And because they want Reigns to beat yeah. CM Punk. Right? Yeah, that too. I, I think they want – oh, God. Oh, God. I mean, I could – oh, God. Oh. You may you go from – what's worse, part-time Brock Lesnar champion or Roman Reigns winning the belt at Mania and holding it for 500 days or whatever it would end up being? All of a sudden, Three Count Thursday starts covering Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling a whole lot more. My God. I I would argue that that having Brock Lesnar as part-time champion would be better than that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I don't need to see Roman Reigns hold that belt for two straight years. Um, But yeah, I think that's going to do anything else, guys, from you guys this week. Nothing else from us today, Jim. Okay, Matt. Thank you for guiding well, us so so effortlessly. I do what tonight. I can, Ryan. I maneuver through this uh, thing we you. call a podcast. By uh, the way, you can uh, check out that event, the CWA event. Yes. Right now, it is available on. Uh, oh fuck! I wrote it down. Like three different streaming sites. Check them out. It's, it's you go CWA. to CWA Action on, Action on Twitter, Twitter yeah. and CWA Delaware. It's the Women's Wrestling Network is is the one there that you I go. subscribe There's one to. Of them. Yeah. But uh, if you've heard us say what a maneuver and you have no idea what we're talking about, go check it out. Go check it out. It's, it's a great, great show. It is, a, it is, it is a great show, despite me word vomiting on myself. Matt, who's the Instagram woman of the week this week? Woman of the week this week is Miss Candy, uh, rising indie wrestler. Give her a follow. She is on our Speak Out Thursday Instagram page. It is at Speak Out Thursday. 
Uh, are you are you coming to ECW? We were uh, talking about this earlier, and I, I realized I hadn't talked to you or intern Mark about it. I will not be there. I have a family thing in the morning, and then uh, we have friends coming in from out of town in the evening. So, All right. So, uh, yeah, so far, we need fans to show up and uh, hang out with me at ACW. Jim but, needs uh, something to do. But, uh, Matt, we'll talk to you next week, buddy. Yep, have a good night, guys. All right, see ya. Uh, Lee checks in. He says, Shane tells John Cena can solve a problem for him and have Cena versus Owens and Zayn at Mania. That could happen. That could certainly happen. And Cena just bury both of them. That'd be great. Yeah, why, <laughs> why not? Why not? Uh, I mean, he's already buried Christ. Kevin Owens once. Right. So, um, why not just do it again and Man. have Sami Zayn as a residual residual problem? Uh, Ryan, you got anything else? I don't, man. I don't. ACW, right. you can't, no more pre-sale tickets. You can buy them at Complete Inbox. The pre-sale's done. You can buy them at Complete Inbox until they close tomorrow, which 9, nine or 10 o'clock, I would imagine. Sure. I, I don't know that as for a fact. It's a Friday night. Go out, buy some video games, buy some wrestling tickets. Absolutely. And, uh, and... Ryan, where can they follow you? It's uh, it's R Y N and then the word Eagle R Y N Eagle. Uh, that's on the Twitters. Ooh, hello, yeah, little, little girl there, little Ryan. Girl you, there. You okay, what happens when I drink a bottle of water? Are, are you are you gonna your body's fighting? Right, this is not alcohol. This, what are you doing? This is not normal. What is this? Why is clear, this happening to me? Clear liquid that's not vodka. What's going on? <laughs> no. All right, you can follow us on 3CountThursday.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram are all at 3CountThursday. You can uh, make sure, Collar and Elbow brand, they have the deals going on, uh, the the clearance sale. Uh, use promo code 3Count over there, each and every order. Get 10% off each and every order. Uh, also, Whatamaneuver.net, our shirts over there. Uh, check them out. Also, NGSC Sports is our home network. Check out NGSCSports.com. The sponsor, PlayQB. 54.com. Use promo code podcast for 20% off your order at PlayQB54. Subscribe to us. Android, Google Play, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you rate and review us there. We stream daily at leavesports.com. And uh, again, 3CountThursday.com. Check out everything going on over there. Hopefully we'll see you at ECW on Saturday. If not, we will talk to you back here next week at 9.30 Eastern Time, 3 Count Thursday. We are out. Have a great week and go for the pin.